What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2. No easy buckets. No easy no buckets. None. <laughs> Analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. Okay? We're pulling this shit out of nowhere. To a week. Just done. You feel me, Akash? We starting this one with heat. Yo, <laughs> we starting this one with heat. Yeah, we are. I'm we feeling it today. High heat. You know what it is? I'm feeling it today, bro. We got to start by saying, first of all, this Friday, this Saturday, views from the CIS is going to be in Albany and Syracuse. Let me get the right days for each one. But we're going to be in Albany and Syracuse. I'm going to be in Albany the Funny Bone Friday. Syracuse, Funny Bone Saturday. All right? Two shows each night. You know you're back with your family. All right? You know you got nothing to do. Just hanging around with their boring asses. They're trying to play Monopoly or some other shit game. Okay? Come out to the show. Fuck it. Bring all them. Bring the whole squad. All right? Turkey leftovers and all that. Come through. Pull up. Then... December 1st, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Relapse Theater. Those tickets are moving, so I would get on that very quickly. Very quickly. Okay? That's just one night. All right? Then, we got some more shows. DeAndreSchultz.com. But ones that I wanted to let you know about real quick before they're gone. That LA show. Y'all got on those tickets quick. So, I'll get your tickets before those are gone. And San Diego. LA is going to be the 28th of February. San Diego is the 22nd, 23rd. Matter of fact, Miami... I'm going back in time is the first and second. Just get on all these shits real quick. Stop playing around. Y'all know what happened last time I was in Miami. All four shows. TheAndrewSchultz.com? TheAndrewSchultz.com. TheAndrewSchultz.com. Go get them shits right now. Don't wait. Okay? Don't Remember wait. how pissed Go off you were that you couldn't get AndrewSchultz.com? Was I? I was pissed, huh? Yeah, yeah, Some motherfucker took my shit. We should look who see who has it. Some Swedish dude or something? Who knows? What about you, Akash? You got some shows coming? November 24th, Dallas, Texas. I'm back home. I'm headlining Highness Comedy Club in Plano. Yo, come uh, out. 7 o'clock show, 9.30 show. Come through. See my man Akash, yo. Hell yeah. Stop playing. Yeah. All right? Uh, and then I had another date. I can't remember. Some college is coming up. We'll have fun. We'll do our thing. All right? Look, we have a special guest today. She's running a little bit late. Okay, but she's going to be a spicy one. I'm very excited. I'm not even going to ruin it, even though when you click on this podcast on your phone, it's going to have her name. <laughs> so you will already know. Miko Grimes is going to be in the building. Fuck it. Right? Hell Might yeah. Well Miko him. coming through. Miko coming through. I'm very excited to speak to Miko. For months, you motherfuckers have been asking for us to collab. Well, I've been trying. Miko's a personal friend of mine. I yeah. love Miko. Yeah. And I hung out with her all star weekend. She's cool right. as fuck. We all hung out cool. She the coolest. She the coolest. She the coolest. So I'm very excited to get her on finally. Get her to get flagrant with the crew. She already flagrant. She already flagrant. She's bringing her flagrancy. Us. Yeah. Exactly. With us specifically. Um, when flagrancies collide. Oh, when flagrancies collide, it is fucking. It, I mean, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> it's a miracle, really. A lot of times these things are miracles. Like. You know, it's just, it's just... It's a lot of barriers to get through to get an interview with Miko. Yeah. It's just a lot you got to get through. Alex, you snitching on yourself. Alex, what, you leaving us? No, this is Alex, you leaving? You pulling out? What's going on? what the fuck? (laughs) Damn, bro. Pull out game week. Look, so... (laughs) 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 You wildin', you wildin' now. This guy crazy, bro. This guy's so crazy. That that was too Alex, you can't walk out through... We got to edit that out. Get rid of it. Yo, we can't, we can't, listen, listen, son, listen. All I got to say is. This is not cool. I know it's not cool. You know what I'm 
<laughs> no, no, let's yes, go. Please. No, we're not doing that. We just going. We we we're, we're in it right now. The canoe's already going down the river. Yo, you're a dick. The canoe's going you're down the river. Okay, like that. Fucking asshole. Look at that. We going down the river. Right. Telling, what are we doing? We doing. We 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 taking that. We taking that paddle. We sticking it in the water. Scooping that water behind us, sticking in the water, scooping that water behind us, bro. This flagrant motherfucking too. I'm sick and tired. You want to hear a funny story though? It's got nothing to do with it. Uh, so Carl Lynch just hits me right. He goes, "Yo, you're not gonna believe this. I'm in Arizona preaching, right? I just happen to be. I'm gonna get the text out immediately." He goes, "I just happen to be preaching." I just happened to be preaching on the campus of Grand Canyon University. <sighs> Do you know who the coach is for Grand Canyon University, guys? No fucking clue. <laughs> Big Dick Daniel <laughs> with the cannon. Big Dick Daniel, baby. That's who. Okay. He goes, you guessed it. Thunder Dick Dan Marley. <laughs> Pastor Carl said Dick. I think he was quoting me. He goes, I thought of you the entire time we had some laughs. A lot of the girls. No, I can't say that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's wilding right now. Yeah, I mean, he really is. He really think is. About, <laughs> yo, but think about it. Okay, think about it. Big Dick Dan Marley with the cannon, right? Coaches at. Grand Canyon University, mm -hmm. also known as Grand Cannon University. Okay? <laughs> you fucking dick. Dunch. <laughs> Dude, we are wild in this episode, man. Okay. You wilding. Me? Yes. You. Y'all yes. crazy for this. Can one. we just try the intro again? It's like y'all want me out of here. <laughs> Yo, can we try the intro again? <laughs> We're not doing the intro <laughs> because your dates, not... your dates are all off. No, my dates confusing. was nice. My no, dates was y'all got the dates? Hey, I'm listening they to you guys at home. Get it. I'm talking to y'all at home. Y'all got the dates. <laughs> they not Didn't y'all got the dates? It was horrible. Listen. You're not gonna sell no shit. Last thing, last thing we're not gonna do. Here we go. Last thing we not gonna do is is get rid of this episode prematurely, bro. Cause this the See, nah, episode. come on, son. He keeps on going. He keeps on nah. going. He keeps on going, son. Come on, son. My man got enough on his conscience. Don't put that on him. That's it. I'm out. Fuck y'all, niggas. Ed in! <laughs> what if Edin's oh, right man. out there waiting? <laughs> I am ready. I am ready when you are. <laughs> okay. In all seriousness, we're gonna get we're gonna get to some some shit. What? Can I tell y'all about how this fat bitch at my show, can I tell you that? Can we talk about this fat bitch at my show? Me and her went back and forth, and then two lesbians, one with a hole in her neck, because she had some fucking surgery, probably from eating HPV pussy, and they probably had to scoop out her esophagus, or maybe they're trying to shut her ass up, because she was annoying too. Maybe God took her vocal cords. Are <laughs> we on Patreon? Yo, son, what I'm wilding today. You know why I'm wilding? Because I told what I thought was a very fun fat joke. I was telling you this. Mm -hmm. The joke was about Alex. I'll have to tell you because let me make sure our guest isn't trying to reach me. The joke was about 
how uh, fat chicks want to be Victoria's Secret models mm-hmm. now. <laughs> right? Oh, I was laughing already. Right? At the idea, the notion. Now, I said they were pissed. I go, they were, they were so, so bro, they were so pissed. I said they were protesting. I said, I said, what? Alex <laughs> so Alex heated. Why are you upset? I'm talking about my life, bruh. I'm talking about these fat bitches trying to be a David fucking protest. Hmm. You throwing shit at me, son. Golly. <laughs> what a what a savage. I'm trying to talk about these fat bitches. Look. So these fat bitches were protesting, right? I did my fat girl voice. Have you heard my fat girl voice? I haven't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex, no, Alex. Hey, get back here, Alex. Alex, Alex, Alex. We ain't got no producer. Alex has just left the building. We got no producer. Alex has just left you wilding, the building. You wildin', fam. Son, I'm not wilding. Come on, my man had to abort the Hold room. on, hold wildin'? on. You wildin', dog. Hold on, I think that's the reason. Oh, I think shit. that's the reason because oh, of my shirt. Shit. You know I got that flavor God too, damn. asshole army shirt. Hold on, let me bust. I have to bust out open one time. <laughs> I don't know where Alex. Oh, Alex literally just left the building. <laughs> Alex literally just it's left. one camera angle. Left the, I hope he's Whatever on the wide. Camera angle we want. Let me make sure we on the wide. Yeah, we on the wide. We good. So that's a friend. That is a friend. He set it up before he, he left. He set it up where he didn't fuck us completely. Yes. Yeah. And you were being a dick. No, I wasn't. Stop making it into something that's not. Y'all thinking too much. So these fat bitches, right? Mm. I want to be Victoria's Secret models. I tell this joke. I thought it was kind of funny about it. Which is, Al. Oh, shit. We traded you. Oh, shit. Here she is. Uh, hey, first of all, you looking so cool right now. Holy shit. I love this little style. Miko's in the building. Fly as fuck. I got one little, uh, have a seat. Yes. Slide over a little bit, Akash, so she can get in. Of course. We're talking about these fat bitches that want to be Victoria's Secret models. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I had a joke about it that this fat chick got really upset at mm-hmm. the show. And the whole show ended up being this back and forth between Wait, me and this fat chick. live in a show? Live show. She was furious. And I thought the joke's pretty funny. The joke was that these fat chicks... I mean, obviously she's going to talk, man. A fat girl can't control herself. How do you think she got that way in the first place? Facts, 100%. <laughs> so I told her... <laughs> <laughs> basic logic. Alex! I told her. Bitch ain't got no. home. Sorry. So I say, I go, I say, you know, these fat chicks are protesting, right? They mm-hmm. set up this whole march and then they realize they had to march and they're like, let's just chill with that. <laughs> and then uh, let's do more of like a sit-in and um, brunch. And brunch would be cool. <laughs> She could throw tags out. <laughs> right? And then I go, I go, the real reason why fat chicks can't be Victoria's Secret models is because the wings would have to be too big. Right? There'd be no way that they could fit in the place. Right. Just to have these 747s walking down a runway. It'd be oh too bad. God. Right? This fat chick goes, easy. Like controlling your easy, your like jokes. she's talking about the joke. It's like easy, and I go, I go, I go. Really, you think that was easy? She's like, yeah. I was like, you know what else is easy? Getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, in the show? Yeah, yeah. and then we just went back and forth for the I whole. Sh- it ruined the whole thing. Though. Oh no, I, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. And I didn't have oh. the heart to lay into her. I'm getting soft, Akash. You know what it is? I think because he was a girl too. 
I think if it was a guy, you wouldn't even cared. But I think it's because it was a woman you you wanted to lay in, but you realized she was a woman. She might be right. I mean, there was a time in Andrew's my career. Andrew's a feminist. Y'all don't know this about Andrew. My man is a feminist. I am a feminist. Yeah, I feel like you are. Probably are you more than me. I'm not. You not. No. You respect. What do you mean? Bitches. No, I just I just feel like a lot of the stuff they stand for, I don't agree with. That's really what it is about. Like what? Like women talking. That's a big problem I had. Well, Me know, too. Because these girls women, be talking, bro. I don't. I, I disagree this with like a lot of women are yeah. on that whole like Ooh, equality thing, and I feel like that's kind of what screwed us up. Yeah, to begin I, with. listen, equality. Hey. Okay, talk to me. Talk to me. For talk example, me. Yeah, the yeah. reason, the only reason. <laughs> so that you're not taking a knee for women's rights. Some, but not not all. <laughs> Shut up. If there was a female copper Colin Kaepernick, you'd be like, bitch, you better get up on both of those knees. <laughs> yeah, I just I just feel like a lot of stuff is is just me- messed up. I think men are supposed to be the breadwinner. I think women are supposed to take care of the home. Okay, it's just how I feel. Yes, we can all go work and do things, but for me, just looking at the history of this country, feminism really ruined everything. In Ooh, my opinion, wow. Yeah, because, I didn't say that. No, what do you but, think it ruined? Um, the as a black woman who white women can never attack. Yes, well, you know, because they can come at me. The way the government, the way the government has uh, has, it it appears the government may have been in on the very first women's rights movement because then they could tax both people in the household. Oh, and then they could put your kids in school. And they can control your kids. Jokes on while you. you're at work. Yes, that's what fat I bitch, fat ass bitch. <laughs> wanted to be in the factory so all day, huh? You wanted to be out here. Now we're gonna tax both parents in the house. Now we can make more money oh. off of you guys and control your kids okay. at school. What is it about? I've noticed this because you're a beautiful woman Thank in you. incredible shape. I mean, Thank amazing. You. What is it about? Like the the wider women get and the fatter that they get, the more Opinions, because the world has told them that they can. Because the world hmm. has told them that, you know what? Even though I've kind of been ruining my life and just eating uncontrollably and not taking care of myself, I still have rights to an opinion, and I get to say yeah. something. If you hurt my feelings, then I'm gonna get my whole gang together. Why are they, I thought it was just because their mouth is always open yeah. from eating. Yeah. So yeah. they're just like, let me not eat and let Absolutely. me just use this a little bit. Y'all, yeah. wow, <laughs> wow. I, Who's this what? guy, Chris Moreau? Why are you <laughs> policing us so all of a sudden, bro? Here. Let me just well, say we this. We got Nico family untouchable. Like we out here, bro. Reckless shit. Here, bro. Yes, we with it. To be some Listen, we're not shit, with man. the shits. We're talking about personal situations yeah. here, okay? I'm talking about a girl who ruined a set of mine. <laughs> he's, a, he's offended. You are offended. I was triggered. You were triggered. Yo, she's oh. sitting on this chair, you and the, you can't even so see the chair. The chair is the enveloped in her body, <laughs> and then the clothes it's that like they Play-Doh. wear. It was like Play-Doh. It was like made of Play-Doh. a, a yes. whole mold of her body. You know body? what it was like, very similar? Have you ever seen the foam on coffee, how it comes over the top of it a little bit? Yeah. That's how her, the chair was. It was like, you know there was a cup underneath, but you can't see it. <laughs> This girl is covering the whole day, and then she just fucking it's a muffin sit, top, muffin just a muffin top, and her teeth were all big and sharp from eating, and just like being able to cut right through the what food. What is she doing at your show with an opinion like that? No, like, it wasn't my. Well, I wasn't headlining. I was oh. just popping into the clubs and like doing spots in the city. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, you'd never see a girl like that at my show. That's actually what I was sometimes say. She you wasn't do. Ready for that? But here's the thing: when those girls pop up in my show, the audience turns on them. Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. Especially, yo, it's just like high school for them. Yeah. It, it, 
they, they go back in, like they they pop up for a second because they think they're out of high school and they're like that's wrong and then some guy who's like a like a Shut fire up, department Lord guy yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> quiet cunt <laughs> just like whoa <laughs> we're trying to enjoy some fat jokes shut up oh man <laughs> Put Alex is still Alex really food in your mouth right now, bro. Andrew, you wildin' and I'm following suit. But we're not really wildin'. Anyway. Oh, my God. Um, look, so that was just my day. I had to get this off of my chest. Uh, we have a great resource for sports here. We have a great resource for the inside industry. Mm. Nah, that's a funny... This is, this is, we're going to oh, get to that. Shit. We're going to get to the, her shirt in a minute, which oh, she's yeah. wearing a great shirt. She's wearing a shirt with the NFL crest, I believe it's called yes. shield. Shield. And instead of NFL, it says N-A-H. You know nah. funny? Let me finish describing the shirt. And then it has. Hell of fists. It has fists, like the black power fists, which are weirdly There's white. There's supposed to be stars here. Well, that's right. because of different shirts. This is the white one. I have a gray one. I have a black one. Is that a one. white power shirt? Is yeah. that a not a Kaepernick? Black pe- white people's fist doesn't look like that <laughs> when they raise it. You guys' fist looks shirts. a little cornier when you do it. No, ours that's... is like like this, and yours is kind of just like Yeah. That. I think ours is like, you know, used to like holding money. Yeah, probably. Or something. You're just yeah. like, Does anybody want some money? Salt thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh great resource here. Obviously, Miko, for those of you who don't know, Miko, you yourself, you're a collegiate athlete, played basketball in college, you want to play professional overseas. Mm-hmm. We can get into that a little bit later. You can tell me why, for some reason, people watch women play basketball I and will. spend money over there because apparently you guys are getting legit money. Over there, yes. Actually, let's start there. Okay. Why is it? No, let's start here. <clears throat> okay. Who wins in a basketball game, Andrew or a WNBA player? Oh, one on one? One on one. Depending on the size, I believe there's some shorter girls in the league. I feel like he might be able to handle just because one on one, there's no help defense. Yeah. So he's obviously, you know, but a girl, his like about 5'10 or up, what's her, she's going to cook name? you. Ogumake? 5'10 and up, I think she's going to get you. Stop it. Because girls are um, less athletic than men, obviously, but you're white. So I feel like, (laughs) you know, you're going to lose out some of that athleticism there. You think he can take you, though? Um, Miko, stop it. Miko, stop it. Don't. don't Probably. I'm going to say one on one. I'm 43 years old. He he should beat me. What he can't beat me in is horse. What's horse? Shooting. Oh, that's that white game? Yes. <laughs> yes, that one. That, I learned that motherfucker quite well. That's what those fists well. are held up for. I learned that shit quite well. I learned the white part of the game. Yeah, so I you get rich. paid. You learned about that. You learned yeah, about I mean, that horse game. I learned that game. as a kid. I learned, you know, I, I was always faster than every girl. Right. You know, more athletic. But, you know, I didn't have a jump shot. And my coach used to say, because I played school, a high school in a, you know, predominantly non-black area. I grew yeah. up in the hood. But right. when I went to high school, it was non-black. And he was like, yo, when we run into these black girls in the playoffs, they're going to be just as fast as you. What are you going to be able to do about it? Yeah. And, I, and that's when I started developing a jump shot. Like an honest coach like that. Hey, yeah. listen, this shit don't work against these white kids. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you killing these white girls. You running by them. They can't keep up with you, everything. But he was like, when we get to CIF, which is what it was at the time, right. um, you're going to need a jump shot. These black girls going to be on your shit. And what's up? And so, so I started working on it. Okay, so... Uh, how does that have to do with you beating me? I forget. Um, I said horse. I think yeah, that- Yeah, horse you could beat me because I grew up in a city. We didn't have the luxury of like having our own basketball hoop to shoot on. Yeah. Like we- when you show up to the court, right? There's a reason my game is all get to the basket, right? Is because- y'all when had you show a wooden up, backboard. Not even wooden backboard. <laughs> like we had some shit made out of metal. The oh, rims damn. had were metal. Everything was metal because you know someone was oh, going to try damn. to break it. Oh. Right? So, but what the game was based on is let me take high percentage shots. To win. Because we want to stay on the court. 
smart. Exactly. So that's all of our games. Like I have some friends who develop jumpers as they got older and their bodies started to fall apart. Like Jamil. Yeah. Jamil, Jamil could never shoot jumper, right? in high school. Maybe a little bit. Right. But like, <clears throat> I think you might have met Jamil at All Star. Hmm. Was he out there? Yeah. Not this year. Anyway, point is, you can, can even closer? tighten that little bottom one. It's a, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so what what we would do? There's another thing in New York, and this is specific to New York. I realize uh-huh. there's no and one. Oh, so if you make the shot and you call foul, you don't get the you bucket. don't get the bucket. It's okay. a very so that's some, why some courts are like that. But that's why you got guys like Stephon Marbury, right? Who was great at finishing with contact. Remember early in his career. Oh, yeah. Stomp two feet, jump up, shoulder, lean in. Get absorb the contact, Boom. still make the layup. No call. Because <laughs> cause we couldn't. Right. If you called, you're not gonna get it. Right. Right? And a lot of these guys, like you guys, you know, Sebastian Telfair, these guys who are great, young, mm-hmm. great in high school, but they just can't shoot well enough oh to make God. it at the next level. You don't have your own your own court to shoot on. Yeah. You're sharing it with forty other people. I did grow up a little privileged, I guess, in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of courts. Tons. <clears throat> okay. So you think that there's WNBA players that could beat me? I do. Who? I think Angel McCautry would cook your ass. How? She's just better than you fundamentally. She can shoot better than you and she's athletic. But more athletic than me. Yes. How? I can dunk. She can barely she that's can touch not, backboard. That's not the only part of athleticism. A lot of that is movement, meaning change of direction quickly, hip rotation, all that. I don't know. I've seen some of your clips on Instagram. <laughs> She's mad that I pass. Yeah, he passes a lot. This is pretty cool, but I don't do that shit. I, I get people involved. That's you great. know what I mean? That's what I do. That's what, I'm a facilitator. I, get buckets. I know you get buckets because of people like me. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm I fine with play, you getting I want to play credit. with you, actually. Trust me, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> pass, it, pass it to me? No, I absolutely will, but uh, if you're cool with me yelling at you, then yes. you can play. Some people get sensitive about that shit. Not me. I'm a yeller, too. Good. If people I, are playing at high can... levels, don't give a fuck. Nope. Doesn't yeah, yeah. bother me at all. all right, Not one bit. Okay, let's go to real quick. Why? Why, do, why are women making money in Russia? Because, Explain this shit to me. Let me tell you this: in sports in Europe, in other countries, yeah. they don't really care about the sex as much as here. They're more about the game. Like, is it entertaining? Is it good? Is it fun? You know, are the girls getting buckets? Like, there's girls over there averaging 30, 35 points a game over there. They love that shit. Right. They don't care that she has tits. You know, so if there's like, like a really competitive yeah. middle school game in Europe, they'll watch it. It's not middle school. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's it's really competitive. It's extremely competitive. And then the way they, because of the way it's structured, you don't have as many talented people as a WNBA, which is really sad. But you have foreign players. You're only allowed to have two foreign players. Right. And those two foreign players generally go at each other Kill the it. whole game. Kill it. And the other people are just facilitators. They're just screen setters and defensive players. You know, like, you know, every now and then, if you got a big girl that's pretty decent, you might dump it down to her to keep people honest. But you essentially see two foreign girls going at it and it's inter- it's very entertaining and they they share more, the ball a little bit more than the men you know men are even worse but it's more about entertainment they sell out those stadiums for girls games so like, people in other buy words, jerseys everything they're basically showing up to see somebody that's black 
That's what I was thinking. They're not all black. You, the foreigners really? aren't all. Yeah, there's girls from Russia. There's girls from uh, Spain. There's girls from um, New Zealand, oh. Australia. You can have any foreigner on your team. I th- okay, 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 okay. I'm making sense of this now because when I was in Spain, the rule was you can have two Americans, but you can have that's Europeans. for men. That's for men. Ah. it's different for women. And the the reason they do that is because American basketball is way higher. Right. In in women's basketball. Every country has like an Angel McCautry, a Lisa, you know what I mean? Like gotcha. they're not just black. They're okay. white girls too. I that heard can this. Ball. I also heard that within Russia, there are people who run different cities essentially. Oh yeah. The mobsters and stuff. The mobsters. Yes. And they treat sports as a big dick contest. Yes, it is. So they're willing to pay Amico Grimes, for yeah. example, a million dollars when you'd be making 40 grand a year in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. If that means you make their team beat St. Petersburg. Yes. So it's really just about. It's a pissing contest. Billionaire pissing contest. Yes. Not essentially legal. this love of the. Well, that's 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 how you get the fans there also. Right. You Victory. See what I mean? So, so they like seeing winning. dominant players. They yes, want to see. They don't care. They're more about. Their town. You know, like how you're a Laker fan or you're a Cavs fan. Yes. Those people are fans of their town, their area, their team. And they will, we have like a shield over our our bench because the other team throws shit at us. It's very personal. So it's similar to soccer, where it's like you fall in love. It's identity. It's like for basketball, I'll follow Braun wherever he goes because I love them. No, they ain't doing that shit. They're home, they're local. Whoever's on their their city and their town. It's tribal. Yes. So it's like Long Island has its own team. Right? Yes. Like Queens, yes. Astoria yes. has its own team. Okay, but and, but maybe bigger. Maybe by yes. city, yeah, not yeah, yeah. by whatever. And it's very personal. Like, it's a lot of shit talking with the fans. Like, it gets very, very deep. That's interesting. And then when you get to certain parts of the world uh, that are, like, very different culturally, when you mm-hmm. try, like, especially Russia. Like, if you yeah. go to parts of Russia... It does not resemble other no. parts of Russia. The way the people mm-hmm. look, the right. food, the culture, Correct. that kind of shit. So I could see how like the identity is even more mm-hmm. you and know, then sewn in. What you like to do is this is another thing that teams like to do. When another team's coming in town to play against you, you want to pack that shit out. And if any of their fans dare come to your city, they better be ready for some it's smoke. smoke. Yes. They're like really? hooligans. Yes. So wait, there's hooligans at the girl matches yes. too. Yes. Yes. Male hooligans yes. or female hooligans? Mostly male. Wow. Yeah, the g- girls come too, but girls are really there. Like a lot of women that come, they're just supporting women's sports. They love it. They're enjoying the guys come to be goons, to talk shit, like to rep their city. Because th- this is what I you love think about- that's also the only time you can yell at a woman and not <laughs> get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I love about it? The tickets are like- First, come, like if you buy a ticket to one of those games, it's whoever gets in first gets the first row. A lot of times, oh, it's dope. not always by a seat number. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. so it's like high school where yes. it's like bleachers and yes. shit. Yes, like you can get close to shit if you're so that in line incentivizes early. you. Yeah, yes. I'm not going to sit in nosebleeds to watch these chicks yes. play, but I'll sit right up front. Yeah, but they still do. If yeah. you're late, that's where you got to sit. But a lot of them, probably eighty percent of them, are first come, first serve seating. So as soon as they open the doors. People are going straight to the, like they have a court side to some of the, Euro League is different. You okay. know what I mean? That's a different league. Yeah. But the just the local leagues, yeah, it's kind of like first come, first serve when you get in there. So the poorest people can sit row one if you get in line first. Why do girls even play sports in America then if you make nothing? You know what? That's what I, w- I asked a lot of girls. That's why I ended up going overseas because it's ridiculous how disrespectful the game is here. Like no one comes. 
No one disrespectful the game is meaning like by fans, not yes. by yeah. the league itself. But also yeah. the league who they don't really promote it as much. I feel like they don't do enough work to try to get people to come either. Is you it a I mean? league's job to promote it or is it the game's job to promote it? It's the same game. It's just people with tits playing. It's but it's the, not. It's not it the is. same it's, game. It's not, it's not essentially as far as the athleticism and the dunks it's and a, stuff. I would argue it's a, a very good, different game. I enjoy watching women play basketball. So, so, so I enjoy it. A, a great example is tennis. And Akash and I have spoken about this before. Like, there are tennis purists who love the game of tennis. Mm-hmm. And they find more joy watching the women's game because it's there's more, power. what is it called, volley? Yeah. Rallies there's there's more rallies, rallies back and forth. Yeah. It's not just a power Boom. third hit done with the guys exactly. because they hit too hard. It's exciting, right? And maybe the purists who like that kind of collegiate basketball style where you have this emphasis on teamwork and plays and it's less athleticism, but they're mm-hmm. into that, would find joy in the women's game. But the expectation of basketball... Well, that was set already by, you know, just the industry of basketball. So Yeah, but here's know? the thing, right? The industry of basketball is invested in itself. So mm-hmm. the NBA is like, how do I... I'm a business. How do I make me as much money as I can. Mm-hmm. What do people love? The sheer athleticism. Let me support that. If they start going, hey, you know what's really good? Not the sheer athleticism, that teamwork stuff. You're essentially changing. I see what you're, you're undercutting, you're undercutting your, your, your own product. product. It's like, well, it's, it's because we, the women aren't capable. Everyone can't dunk. It's a female. It's a different sure. game. That's just what it is. Everyone cannot. So dunk. maybe if we looked at it like a different game. Yeah, possibly. I'll be honest with you. I think the best thing for the WNBA, separate yourself from the NBA. They tried that and, and it was worse. Well, it's worse because they can't afford to do it themselves. They're right. like paid for by the, they, mm-hmm. the NBA loses money. I think there's, it's an supporting. L. It's a tax it's, write-off. It is, it is a huge yeah. L for them. And that's why it's funny that they complain about the amount of money they're making because it's like. You're not bringing any you're, in. You're, yeah. Imagine, imagine mm-hmm. your kid going, I'm not getting enough allowance. You're like, motherfucker. Yeah, this You all ain't I even got. working for the allowance. Yeah, that's all I got for yeah. you. Yeah, you don't make me money. Mm-hmm. So. But maybe if the WNBA completely separated and then focused simply on building up that style of play and catering to the people who are interested in this style of basketball, not trying to compete. Don't do a dunk contest when these chicks can't dunk. They, they do have a, a dunk contest? Oh my God, it's the saddest shit ever. Yeah, when really? is there a dunk oh contest? My God. They did like some college dunk contest and literally all the girls barely got it in. They did this like almost layup yeah. dunks. It's like you're trying to replicate they're trying to piggyback. They're trying to you get. You are interest. biologically not going to do what a man is going to do. Imagine you just don't a, have the testosterone. Right. Asian porno. <laughs> okay, let's see where this is going. Imagine right, Asian porno being like, "Yo, here are the monster dicks," <laughs> right? Yeah. And you just like, that's just dicks. Yeah, that's not. Mo- I know what monster dicks are. Yeah, right. So then, what do Asians do? They're like, "No, nah, we're just going to like have a bunch of dudes come on one girl. That will be our thing." Yeah, they created you a can't fuck with the Asian marketing you, you, dog. Son, they found another they lane, lane to make exactly. money. We're gonna do well, cartoons. Of do? Porn. So then you think that the WNBA should should like focus on the skills? It should be because they're way more skilled. They're more, way more fundamentally sound. All around better shooters. Almost every girl can shoot the ball. Okay, no to all we're that. That that all that is wrong. It's also a smaller but, ball. <laughs> but I don't know why they use a smaller ball. Well, here's the thing. In my personal opinion, what I would do, I would bring the hoop down. No. Just let me get it all out. Go ahead. Bring the hoop down. You're never going to be incredible dunkers. But if you bring it down 
a foot, right? You have the smaller ball, so it's palmable, and you guys can actually do shit with it. Then you just get a few dunks in the game. It can kind of happen. It changes the whole game. But here's what we're doing. We're making a different game out of it. Okay, so you're saying just make it a whole nother game because that's essentially if you drop game. the rim down, you change the entire dynamics of that. everything in the game because once you do that, other players have to learn, oh shit, this girl can dunk now. I'm not able to get over here and help if she, you know, like yep. it's it's a whole nother I game. I want a whole nother game and this is why. We know evolution takes time. The amount of time it would take for women to evolve to be able to compete with men at a physical sport like basketball is hundreds of thousands of years, right? Okay. Hundreds of thousands of years for you guys to develop the same musculature. It still wouldn't happen, but yeah. And you know what Let's else wouldn't happen? What's that? You motherfuckers still wouldn't come and watch if the rim was lowered and bitches was dunking. No, you no, guys no. just don't like we to wouldn't. see. No, 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 people no, 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 don't like to watch listen, women's listen. sports in America. But that's look, not just basketball. That's not true. Every, what sport? Golf, tennis. Okay, those are, first of all, individual sports and they're predominantly white no you know what it really is what we just like in america if you're not hot we won't watch you right if you're hot who's a hot woman's golfer nobody Th- that's not true nobody, Who? nobody. michelle we we was i looking. think people watch was golf right? Right? Before was golf 14 there's uh, way more people that golf is my, not I a golf is not an athletic <laughs> sport in my opinion you know so golf you can watch a woman play because it's essentially the same thing as a man fair enough but tennis is different tennis is the, volleyball oh volleyball's fun that's what i'm saying like who watches volleyball though oh that female volleyball shit and the olympics the girls are in the uh the, they're basically they're in their underwear Essentially, the way women's sports works in America is if you're attractive and you dress sexy, men will watch you do anything. It's not just sports. We'll watch you walk down a runway with wings for the Victoria's Secret show, <laughs> right? We'll watch you sell fit tea. We'll watch you put on Fashion Nova. Like, whatever you do being attractive and not wearing mm-hmm. a lot, we watch. That's what Australia did. You know that? They put on the bodysuit for basketball. The, they nice. wear one up. They wear one piece bodysuit nice. in basketball in Australia, all their leagues, just to get the guys to come watch. And, and they do come, they watch? Yes. So here's the tricky thing with basketball. What would you say the 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 number of lesbians, percentage of lesbians there are on a team? Um, where in America? Or anyone. Eighty five. So now you got eighty five, right? Who are like leaning into the lesbian shit. We're not talking about lipstick lesbians. Right. We're talking, We're talking about, about like, yo, you know where I could get some butch. weed? Yeah, they probably wear straps. They're gonna open a door for you, lesbian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pounds. They're you not up. gonna want to wear that. Nah. It's very feminine and it's uncomfortable, and it makes them feel like they're a sex toy instead of an athlete. Yeah, but in Australia, they don't care. They they that's the uniform. They even use it in the Olympics. Now they might go and say, "Hey, this is sexist," but then I'll go back to them and say, "What do male wrestlers wear?" Mm. Oh but shit! That's, but that's because of the sport. You don't want it's a competitive loose clothing. Look at him. <laughs> they gotta wear it. My my feeling Please. is like, if it gets you the money that you want, would you do it? I would personally. I would do it only because um, I love basketball and I think I look hot. So whatever. you should absolutely. There's a couple <laughs> girls out there who you know that's they need to be on a bench. <laughs> ain't gonna be starting you know what I mean like we need to trim it up a little bit you know basketball doesn't the size that's the same thing as men like we don't look at men and go you know what this guy's ugly I don't want to watch him dunk the ball 
We don't care what he looks like. It's about the skill. But with women, it's sad that you guys just... Because men are doing things I could... Uh, NBA, male NBA basketball players are doing things that are just otherworldly. A lot, like, no I, human I, being I, should do I would this. work you in basketball. So don't you try would to work act me. like women but can't if, beat you if somebody, If I was on TV playing basketball, would you watch? Or you'd be like, why the fuck is this a televised are event? Are you talented? I'm all right. I got a mean ass up fake. I'll get you on an up fake. You know what I mean? If you're What's a professional up, Miko? athlete. Miko go for the block. I'm going to be here. If you're, oh, if you're under, uh, under scoop. If you're a professional Points. athlete, I will Buckets. watch you. If you're a professional, I will watch you. That means you worked hard. You obviously got there for a reason. Yeah, if I'm a professional, five, I could be in a professional 5 7 Indian dude league. 100%. People no. like me, 100%. There's no pro Indian league. Well, exactly. There shouldn't be. That's my point. So the same argument might be... There shouldn't be any women's sport, basketball professional. You could make the same argument, right? We've created a league where you guys can be competitive, right? Mm-hmm. Based on eliminating a gender that happens to be really good. So should there not be sport. professional women's soccer here either? Listen, that's just double the taxes, Miko. So <laughs> I'm just saying, should there not be professional soccer? What I say... What, I mean, this is me personally. Let the market decide. So... If men, you know, our women's soccer is very good. No one comes to those yeah, games. Because women have either. rights, oh, but they're good. They're better than other countries because you know? they don't have rights in other countries. <laughs> women in other countries are you giving think that birth. They, you think that they here. would be better than us? Yes. No, I think they're uh, busy having babies. No. These chicks aren't here. Aren't having babies. They're doing whatever they want with their life. Because look at women's soccer and the teams that win are the teams that come from the most egalitarian countries. All the women that are equal in the world, great teams. The countries where it's rough for women, trash teams. Valid. That's why Valid women point. in America are great at soccer and men in America suck at soccer. No, the reason we suck at soccer is because black people don't play. That's it. Facts. That's it. If 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 imagine if LeBron was but, handed a soccer ball as no, a kid. But to his point, Come on. LeBron would just be playing goalie and he'd be incredible. But to his point, uh, Brazil, I don't think their women's soccer team is crazy, right? Why is the men's soccer team so fucking good? That's all they play. That's, well, that's the entire no other sport because really women are getting Brazil. ass shots and they're learning how to do their eyelashes. They're not learning how to kick Brazil, goals. You, the first thing you're given is a soccer ball. That's it. Well, why aren't women given? Why aren't women good? Why Here? isn't the fe- no, why aren't Brazil. the Brazilian female team good? Because they don't play. Why they're not? not now we're getting the sports. there. They're not, not given an opportunity that's to play. You're making my argument. Why not? I understand that, but in America here, women are playing everything. And why is that? Because we're because we can. Because we say to these girls, "Hey, you're a girl, but just because you're a girl, you don't have to wear makeup and dresses." But her point, you can play ball, right? You could do and both. It, you exactly, you could do whatever you want. Yeah. In Brazil or in a lot of countries where women are a little bit more oppressed because of their gender, mm-hmm. their parents go, "Why are you playing soccer? That's what lesbians do. Why don't you put on some heels and a dress and be a girl and be a girl?" So the best female Brazilian soccer player is. Selling coconut water on a beach. <laughs> Possibly. Do you know what I mean? Or married to some rich Brazilian soccer dude. Whereas in America, the best female soccer player, she grew up playing soccer. Now, her yes. point, though, is that women are good at soccer here and no one's watching here. Correct. That's her point is that we have. It's not like Even if basketball. a woman is good. Like they're But I, I would ass. think if, a, if I'm a soccer fan, if I talk to a soccer fan, I think an avid soccer fan would say, no, I would much rather watch men because they're better at soccer. They're still doing things I could never do. I think I would think maybe I, I mean look that's a guess my feeling is this if you if people love watching women play basketball then the market desires it and you guys mm-hmm. should play I, I have no stake in this outside of what the market wants like there's so many sports I don't get but if people really love watching it 
Like football. Football. Some people. It's the weirdest thing that so many people come watch. Grown ass men play Madden with human beings. <laughs> That's essentially what the NFL is. Yeah, yeah. Grown ups, a.k.a. coaches, playing Madden with professional, the best, arguably the best athletes in America. Yeah. So it's weird that people don't even process that the players don't even get a say in what they do out there. They literally don't get a say. I mean, say. you can audible. No, a quarterback, a quarterback can audible. audible. He's the only person on the field that can actually use his own mind and do whatever the fuck he wants. Let a receiver audible. That ball's gonna go somewhere else and you're gonna get the fuck yelled at him. If I tell you to run a nine, if I tell you to run a dig or a slant and you don't do that because you feel like, oh, I can beat this dude, you fuck the whole play up. Right, 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 right. You have to, you're a robot and they're playing Madden essentially. Yeah, and get compensated quite well. For and being a people robot. are there to watch and yelling at the players like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, mm-hmm. "Well, you told me to do this. You're not yelling at him." Right, right. It's crazy. No, I hear you. I guess my point is, whatever people want to watch, I'm okay with that. Yeah. If it's female sports, and they sports, don't want to watch WNBA, they people here really don't. So WNBA watch it. players, it's your job to figure out a way to make people want to watch you. That's Simple why most that. of them, you you can't just play in the WNBA. You have to have another job. And most of them play overseas. And the ones that don't want to go over there, they do something else. They literally have another source of income because it doesn't pay enough to survive you on. Know when the, the, you know when the NBA got really popping, people got excited about the NBA? When? When they were all on coke and they were swinging on each other. Mm, that was the good days. Those good were the good days. days. Like tons of fights. Mm-hmm. Everybody was coked out. This is what, 80s, 90s. Yep. And they were allowing it. You weren't getting kicked out of the game. But he was looking the other way. They stopped the coke shit because my man died. The yeah. dude who played for the Lynn Nets. Bias. Yeah, Lynn. Lynn Bias. It's yeah. like he fucked it up for everybody. Coke was great. You know what I mean? Jordan was far. playing golf all day. I think it was a bad doing batch some though, coke, wasn't it? Playing, say what? Wasn't it a bad batch I don't know though? if it's bad or good. All I'm saying is everybody was coked up. You'd have some fights. Bill Lambeer was just elbowing people for no fucking reason. No reason. Getting away with it. And it's exciting. It was like going to a NASCAR game, right? You go to a NASCAR thing to see the crash not to see them going yeah, around a circle so you go to the basketball game be like yo these motherfuckers about to fight it might get ugly. It's, it's gonna be real these WNBA chicks need to start swinging no yes True. pull some tracks out elbows <laughs> for real knock some that. teeth out I watched that we don't love girl fights go on world star 90% of that shit is girl fights right yep. I wanna see these girls throwing blows Hell, you said you watched that I would watch that hell yeah Let's see some rot. Stop getting along too much. Want Y'all want to you know, hug and kiss. Of, you know, I'm a, I'm a purist. I'm a basketball purist. I love the game. I love the competitiveness and I love the fundamentals of the game. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would almost be like making uh, WNBA like WWE. Yeah. It's fake. It's acting. Most of them would act out fights. It would be fake fights just to get yep. you guys to watch. Yes. It would Hockey. be stupid. Hockey. And then you, you lose. You should be allowed to fight and there should be a 30 second penalty. Yeah, I feel that. In but WNBA. I just don't know if the women no, I don't think they would do it. They might not, but if they want people to watch, I'm locked in. I am. I feel like all these things that you're suggesting could still very well have zero people in the stands. If you got to guarantee, (laughs) if women fought, men would give a fuck. Hell's yeah, we love girl fights. Yeah, it's the best. I don't know that I would care, but yeah, most people would. It's not a fight. I'm watching in person, dude. You got to. That's how you save WNBA. To be honest, if, let them start swinging on each other. If they started fighting and I didn't want to go, all my friends would tell me I was gay so much that I'd be like, "All right, fine, let's go. I'll give them my money. <laughs> fine, whatever." There it is. Another another great reason. Damn. 
I don't. I feel sorry for them. Like I, because I truly, I know that a lot of them don't like going overseas. It's so much. You you, you essentially end up playing year round when you go overseas because you don't get a break. Your body right. starts to break down, but you get the money. And I ask uh, a couple of my girlfriends. I'm like, why do you even play in the WNBA? And they say they get pressure. Like who? From the league. They're like, they no, need the ask? stars. I'm not bringing up people's names. Oh, come on, Miko is flagrant no. too. I can't bring up people's names just because I want to talk some shit. That don't mean other people want their name out <sighs> right, there. Fine. Fuck out of here. Go. But they essentially feel pressure. See how exciting that just was? You see how we got in a fight and it was exciting and everybody listened was like, oh shit, those are fighting words. You know what I'm saying? That's what WNBA needs. I need Sue Bird to go talk to the other chick. Who's the other chick? Who's the other chick? Skylar Diggins. Skylar Diggins. I need Scoot Subert to go, hey, fuck you, bitch. I can't wait till I'll we come play. swing on you, bitch. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you 40 tonight, ho. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Start happens. tweeting at each other. Not, they, that happens in the game. Not There's shit talking, polite. but it's polite. It is very Stop quiet being and polite. polite. And it's not publicized. But what did I think Michael that- Jordan say to Iverson the first time he met him? What? What's up, you little bitch? Ooh. That would be bad. Those crossovers meant so much more to him. I oh, mean. yeah. Oh, that I first cross? Those. He's like, who's the bitch Jordan. now, right? Yeah, when he had Come that on, leaning. Come on, yo. Yeah. I'm saying, th- we I'm need a shit some talker, fight. I, I am a legit, when I play any sport, mm. I, I almost get kicked out of my tennis leagues because I talk tennis so leagues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get. I've. I've you gotten across the court or are the changeovers. Um, no, it's during the match. Yep. Like whenever, like if I get a ball like at the net, they call me the wall. And whenever I get ready to hit it, I'll just say some like bitch ass nigga. Like when I hit it, <laughs> hard as fuck because that's just who I am. Like I don't mean it to you. I mean it to you, but right. I don't. It's just how I play. And there's like, hey, you can't talk shit. I, I say the fuck I want to say. And then at that point, then they're I'm mad. I'm mad. I go crack a beer in between because I drink when I. You wild, Miko. Yeah, a lot of girls drink it between sets. I get better as I get drunker, believe it or not. Yeah. And then the shit talking will start sometimes, and then it gets real personal. What the fuck tennis league are you in? A bunch of drunk bitches yelling at each other. No, I'm the only black guy. If I see a black girl in my leagues, I play. Hey, hey, (laughs) we here, we out here. She'd be like, hey, because it's not very common. You know, it's just a whole bunch of wealthy white women. Plantain is have no job, no life. Their husbands at work. Their kids are at school, and they out here drinking wine and playing tennis. Every Let me day. tell you something. If after that shit talk, y'all want to fight? Andrew they and Alex will be the there. Fade. They never. That's just talk on the court. And then I, I've been called a nigger once. Really? <laughs> yep. oh, shit. One time. By whom? Some white girl. Some fat white girl. I hit the ball hard as fuck. I'm sorry. Out of neck. What was she? Fat white girl. Say that one more time. Fat white bitch. Was she at a comedy show this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no. She's in Fort Lauderdale. She was talking. She was upset. She was saying that, um, you know, when you play tennis, you're not supposed to intentionally hit someone with the ball. And I don't. Real but quick, real quick. What? If a white WNBA player call the black one the end word. Oh, it's going down. And they were going to play a game. It's going down. I'm watching that we game. We watching it. I'm watching that game. I'm watching that game. Sue Bird, do you care about the league? <laughs> <laughs> call Drop somebody an nigger. Drop for the culture. Drop an M-bomb before the game Okay, what so what'd she say to you? Well, I, I was hitting, you know, they were trying to get the ball by me and they couldn't, so I kept f- firing balls at her and, you know, she had to duck at a couple of them and I was just like, yo, move because I'm, I'm flying these bitches at you. And she just kind of passively said it as we were crossing she, she was like fucking nigger 
Ooh, and I said, shit. what? And my partner grabbed me. She was like, oh, shit. And I was like, bitch, I will fuck you up in here. And she was like, don't talk to me like that. And I said, you called me a fucking nigger. She goes, I didn't call you a nigger. I said, I heard you. My partner heard you. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say, I said, bitch, I will fuck you. I don't give a fuck about this league. I will beat your motherfucking ass on this tennis court. And then she quit. That's how I would have handled it. And she situation. quit because I told her, I said, every ball I get, I don't even give a fuck if they go out of bounds. I'm, I'm flying them hoes at your fucking face every time. And then she quit. She wouldn't even, she forfeit the match. Cause well, she you knew. can't trust a fat bitch to finish anything except her food. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Mm. Damn. That's crazy that she called you an N-word. Yeah. But it did really make the story more exciting. Yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to That's what I'm beat her to fucking ass, but I couldn't because I knew I'm black. If the cops, and she even said that after the match was over yeah. and we walked to the, you know, where the little, where they have the little food and yeah. stuff. And I was telling her captain that she called me nigger or whatever. And she was like, you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm going to call the police right now and I'm going to tell them that you were harassing me and they're going to believe me because I'm white. You know what it is? She said that to me. This is 100% believable and I think it's totally right. This is what's wrong with the WNBA. You want to talk about how there's no marketing put into it? These women get along too well. They're nice. They are. They're fucking nice to each other. They're in it they together. They used to be. I don't give a fuck. My point is, if you look at NBA, you look at NFL, right? You look at NHL. You look at you look at soccer. Soccer, the fans are fighting. The players are kicking each other. Mm-hmm. They're headbutting each other. In the NBA, or definitely in the NFL, they build up these rivalries mm-hmm. big time. People are yeah. fighting in the stands. There's a history How do you of do this. That? You, you fake it till you make it. You show a hard foul. You show a girl cursing each other. You show a girl Getting taking out her fucking face. thing. Getting her face thrown. Fake it. Give me a reason to tune in. Sports are... Is basically war, but done in a safer space, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to kill each other. Why don't Referees. we just try to put this in the hoop? Yeah. Whatever. Create war. You have two people competing for fun. Fuck fun. I see what you're saying. Give me a... It is a very nice and polite sport. Let me tell you it's something. It's different than the NBA. Let me tell you something. That girl that you did called you the N-word, if you got to play her in the finals of the next oh tournament... God, it's on. I'm there. Yeah, I'm showing up. And I'm talking cash shit across the net every play. I'm I'm on her fucking. If you just tweeted once, you said, "Yo, I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm about to play this bitch who called me the N word." Yeah, shit might go down. Pull up. Thirty people coming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because we we know you fight cops, so you definitely fight (laughs) back. I never fought no fucking. We know you fight cops. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Dead. If I did any of that list, that long ass list of shit they said I did, they would have shot me. This is how I know you fight cops because I said you fight cops, and then you did this classic girl shit when a girl's lying. You went, I never did it, and you push your hair (laughs) behind your shoulder. I I I didn't even know. I got I got choke slammed from behind. I know it's a great image of it it's so sick I couldn't believe it <laughs> I saw the image of it no it's a great image I couldn't believe it like, and, and then Miko. they had a whole list of shit that I did and I was like what let me ask you a question Miko after that happened mm-hmm. was that a big news story huge it was the huge. biggest story wasn't for a lot of the wasn't it entire a big story? news interesting how a fight turned out <laughs> into be the biggest news New story, story of the year exactly it was the number one clicked on uh, any any news story that had broke in Fort Lauderdale in that whole in 2015 it was the number one story for the whole were year you, were you kind of proud of that low key yes. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rondo Chris Paul Huge story. Huge. For days. Where is that in the WNBA? The WNBA has been around for I don't know how many years. I never once have seen a fight. And I know girls fight. 
I know for a fact, and I know oh, yeah. for a fact, lesbians I fought, fight. I fought in games when I was younger, but not when I got older. All I'm saying is, ladies, leave it on the court. Go fucking handle this shit. I know that you're telling me there's not some girl on her fucking period. She got to play 40 minutes. She's pissed <laughs> off about that shit. She just want to swing at some bitch because she got the same nail polish. Just start fighting. I swear to God. We're coming. Men will tune into this shit non I wonder if that would stop. work. Because I always think that, that that men just don't care about women's sports at all. But now that you put it that we way. Who fucks with drama, though? I feel men like you guys like, drama you guys like fighting, aggression, yelling, anger. Think about this. You, you like ready? That. You ready? MMA. Female MMA. Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. Who is a trash fighter. But? Reached the pinnacle of her sport. Dominated by men. Mm-hmm. Just girls fighting girls. Why? One, it's fighting, but two, it's shit talk. She was trash. Yeah. She was talking that shit. Yeah, shit. She was also good looking for anybody. an MMA fighter. Well, we yeah, need we need good looking. But too. there's good looking girls in the league are good looking enough. They're yeah. good looking oh, I think enough Skylar Diggins girls. Skylar Diggins is good looking enough. Mm-hmm. There's good looking enough chicks in the league where you would have people tuning in. Mm-hmm. And if Skylar Diggins started talking that shit mm-hmm. and said, "Fuck it, I, you need a you need a Charles Barkley." Too many girls in WNBA want to be in broadcasting. I need a, I'm not your role model. That I fight be, bitches. They weird. need you. They need <laughs> the a Miko WNBA Grimes. The WNBA needs Miko fucking Grimes. Swing it on bitches. I'm old and washed now. Miko's uh, suspended for the next three games. Why? She knocked out some white bitch at a tennis tournament. And she, yep. <laughs> Boom. They, they play each other in two weeks. Everybody's coming. WNBA <laughs> right, needs see? a Charles fucking Barkley of a girl. Talking it, you gotta take that phone off the table. It's driving me crazy. Try, ADHD because you got the lights and everything like that. I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what saves it. We don't got to be on it for too long. That's what saves it. Now, Miko Grimes, your last name Grimes comes mm. from Brent Grimes. Yes. Who? Baby daddy. Baby daddy, hubby. Uh huh. Brent Grimes, cornerback in the NFL, best cornerback over the last eight years. Facts. Big best cornerback over the last eight years. Now, let's put that out there in the world because I did not believe it until I fell victim of the Miko Grimes hype train. (laughs) It's a hell of a fucking hype train. Let's go. Let's go. This girl is cutting clips every single week. I I'm stopped doing these. that after a First while. First of all, you got to not stop, but you want him out yeah. of the league. You're too good yeah. at it. This is, the, this is the problem. She got too good at the hype train right? and he kept yes. getting contracts and he was like, let me now get this motherfucker yeah. out of here before he CTs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it takes he, out he the whole family. Those clips, yeah. But just to set up context, I want you to get into depth of it. You basically realize that your husband, you believe is the best corner in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think you have a great argument to be made. To be made, the best corner over the last eight years, eight or ten, because he was overseas eight. for a couple. He went one, one year, one year. He's been in league thirteen years, but the last eight has been consistent, dominant, dominant, yes, with zero credit. Zero. Also worth noting, he came back from a torn Achilles. You're not supposed. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that too, because that's another big thing that I want to get to as well. But everybody's listening right now, going best corner league over the last eight years. Brent Grimes. Who the fuck is Brent Grimes? There's a lot of people with no fucking clue who Brent Grimes is. I want you to tell us why he is the best over the last eight years. Okay, so if you know football, you know this. Yes. Whenever you come onto a team, he's undrafted, okay, mm-hmm. first of all. The mm-hmm. reason he was undrafted is because he had 28 interceptions in college, mm-hmm. and people thought it was a fluke because he played Division II football. Right. He also led his team in yards, overall yards, and all he did was punts and kickoffs. Mm. That's it. 
Okay, he's got records. He wasn't drafted. No one believed his stats were legit. Right. So they sent him to NFL Europe. Right. He went over to NFL Europe, flamed that whole league, won the what was called the Super Bowl, but the World Bowl there. Right. Came back to the NFL at on the Atlanta Falcons team. Now, whenever there's a new regime, like mm-hmm. coaches get fired, if you weren't drafted by the people that brought you in, Nine times out of ten, they're getting rid of you. They're bringing in their own. They have like free their agents. type of player, right? Yeah, a type for their system. He lasted two regimes in Atlanta, not drafted. So, so let me slow that down. So usually, somebody in his position would get yanked out with the new regime. Yes, because so like he wasn't the type of player, type or the guy that they picked. But you're saying that his skill was so not only his skill but his execution was so obvious, they said, let's keep this guy. Let's keep this guy. This happened two regimes. Two regimes, okay? Okay. So, he plays in Atlanta. Did he play with Vic? Yes. Did they share any hoes? Because Vic got the bumps as far as I've what I've uh, heard. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. You would definitely know. So yes. (laughs) I don't think he shared I don't he does not that, but I don't think they shared any hoes. Brent was you know a little passive. He wasn't out there like that. Right. But how he played with Vic, he was Michael Vick's receiver in practice a lot of times. Why? Because he was on the practice squad. He wasn't playing. The first three years, he was not playing. He was literally, they used him in practice as a dummy. Basically, he played receiver and corner in practice. If they had like somebody, they like, like for example, Roddy White, they'd be like, okay, Brent, go guard Roddy. We're going to try to run these routes and see if these work. And Brent would be like the guinea pig to do it. Then they'd say, Brent, go at D'Angelo Hall. We need a receiver that's fast so that we can, he can uh. work on He'll pretend to be right, 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 he right. Was, Deshaun Jackson, right, right. Yes. So, so a uh, thing to mention about Brent is Brent's stature not big. What is he? Five, five, ten? nine, three quarters. Five, on five his nine, best three day. quarters. Right. But he is undoubtedly a freakish athlete. Freak. Yes. And when we say freakish athlete, and I've met Brent, funny dude. You guys came to the comedy show. You wouldn't see it when you actually when you mm-hmm. actually see him. But if you watch certain highlights, his leaping ability is fucking insane. Insane. What is it? Forty plus. He thinks it's 46, 48. I mean, this is like it's insane. Yeah. His speed is wild too. So he's been very effective at like if he even closing makes a mistake, gaps. closing gap, etc. Yes. He's built in the way that you would want your you would want a corner built. Except now, they want a tall. Corner. Now they want a taller corner, right? Yeah. So we'll 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 get there. Uh-huh. We'll get there in a second, right? So he's able to stay on freak athlete. Everybody agrees on that. All scouts agree on that. Mm-hmm. Boom, he's here. He's on the Falcons. He's 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 imi- he's like imitating all these other players. You see it a lot with boxing. It's like okay, yes. I'm going to fight Floyd. You bring a guy into camp who kind of yeah. has the shoulder roll, yes. and you're like, do your best yeah. to imitate yeah. and. He has this incredible speed. He's a chameleon. He can do everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. When does he get the break? 2009. So uh, he tried to quit the team so many times and um, because he was saying, I'm not playing, that he got off the practice squad. And he's like, they never play me. I never get to play. Like, I'm so bored. And I stopped coming to the games because I worked too. I had a radio show at the time. That's right. I um, also did sideline reporting. And then I, I moonlit at a sports bar, you know. Another thing we should say about Miko is that you're a uh, journalism major. Yes. Like you Broadcast, went to yes. you before a broadcast. That's right. Broadcasting yes. major before you played overseas, but you did four years and you got your education in broadcasting. First exercise science, kinesiology, nutritional science first. That's right. 
And we're going to get to that in a second, which is very exciting. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, go on. And then broadcast and mass communication. Right. Yes. All this stuff starts to like come yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have all these different stories. It's like The Wire. There's all these different storylines and they're right, going right, right. to come together merge. very yes. soon. Okay. Yes. So, so he's telling me that he's upset that he that I'm not there. Like when he gets home from the game, he's alone. He has no one to vent to. I'm at right. work and blah, blah. He's like, I need somebody that's going to support me, that's going to believe in me and blah, blah, blah. Come, even if I'm on the bench, I just want to be able to look up, you know, road trip. He doesn't really hang out with any guys on the team. He just mm-hmm. sits in his room alone. He's like, I need somebody to come hang out with me and spend this time with me. I'm miserable. This guy's an you angel. Know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he so, really, he really, I want my girlfriend at the game. You know how faithful you got to be to say, I want my girlfriend at my games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every He's, game. He, it, we're going to get into I it. I get really bored good. on the road. <laughs> we're going to get because into Because I'm watch. alone in my room. We're giving, we're <laughs> giving NFL player. fucking angel this okay, guy. Okay, so we're giving, we're giving Brent a lot of credit for this, but I, I this is going to turn into credit for you I don't, here. I, I but hope go on. so. But so then, <laughs> no, you'll see. You'll see. Go yeah, on. I've been working. So I said to him, okay, that's fine. You know, I said, I, you know, I, he wanted me to quit all my jobs and really just support him. And I said, dog, real shit, you might not make it. This is year three. Most people in your situation undrafted are gone by year four. We're going to have to have jobs. We're going to have to work to right. take care of ourselves. And he was just like, I just need somebody to believe in me. I need something to happen. And mind you, I'm on the radio at the time as well. So then I tell him, the only thing that you need to happen is you need three people to get injured, three corners, and you will get a shot. So you pull the Nancy Kerrigan. I didn't pull the Nancy Kerrigan. The gods pulled the Nancy Kerrigan. Three motherfuckers got hurt. No. Yes. Who, so who gets hurt? Uh, the, uh, uh, no, he was already gone. Uh, Chris, shit. It Ty Hill, Chris, Houston, Williams, something Williams. Whatever. Yeah, Those yeah, three yeah. guys get hurt. And I, I'm on the radio talking about it. I get home. I go, yo, you're going to start. He goes, they're not going to start me. They're going to go get some veteran for league minimum, bring them in, Which and let him happen. finish the league, yeah. finish the season. I said, no, uh, Arthur Blank is cheap. I know I've been covering him for a couple years. Arthur Blank is the owner, the owner of the Blank team. The owner, I said, yeah. he's cheap. He already has you. They already know you're good. They just don't play you because you're just not drafted. You're not. All these guys have names. They're big image. They went to a big Division One school. Right. They're the guys. I go, but they're going to play you. There's only six games left. So he's like, okay, well, I believe you, but I don't think so. So I said, just go to practice, have an open mind about it, like just be positive. As soon as he got to practice, he called me. He's like, I'm starting. Hell yeah. I was like, shut the Let's fuck up. Let's fucking go. Okay. Let's fucking go. All right. Six interceptions for the, to for finish the season. Now, hold on. Here's a cool story. Real quick, real quick. So six games left. Six interceptions. Five. Inter- he had. He got one earlier. Ty Hill had a sub out in New Orleans on Monday night game. He was getting cooked up and down the field. He said he needed a timeout to come out two plays off to catch his breath. Yes. They threw Brent in. He was just happened to stand right next to the coach. The coach goes, two reps. Hurry up. Run in. Brent gets the interception. And two that's still reps. still not enough. Right. They yank him after that. He never plays again. That's like week eight. He plays again week 12. Is thir- 12 or 13 right. when he starts. Right. He gets five interceptions in that last run. Cool story, though. For Miko, yeah. credit for you. What did his cornerback coach tell him when he started? And he what did you him, tell him? Do not do all that stuff you do in practice, all that diving, intercepting balls. You're going to get beat. They're going to beat you. You know, don't get beat. Make sure the guy catches in front of you and just tackles him. Okay. Just tackle him. Don't do all that extra athletic stuff that you do. His name's Van Gorder. Piece of shit. I think he coaches college basketball now. He probably coaches at uh, Auburn or something. College football. College, yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he told Britt, don't Why be would extra. he say that? Because you get Because burned. you can't, you get burned. And also, 
And also, you're going to demand money if people see how athletic uh, you are. So th- this is a, I can't wait to yeah. get to all these conversations. We are just setting the seeds right now. Yes. When these seeds go, because Miko has insight to this game that one, men, many people do not. Two, the people that do do not like to share. Correct. And that is how a team will inhibit the good play of their own mm-hmm. players so they do not, not have, have to, to pay, pay them. them. It sounds cockamamie. It no, sounds weird. No, it doesn't. Why would you want your team to do worse? Because you have because a hard it, salary cap. Yep. Why would you want to lose? They don't care. There's a win. There's never a lose. We're going to the get NFL. there, but think about it. Why would you want to lose? I don't know that this guy is necessarily going to help me win. Exactly. I don't know. But, but if I he, do know if but he I, makes I, great I, plays, yeah. I'm going to have to pay him. He gets great plays. And your we still job, might not be good enough to still lose your, the game. Yeah. Your job, your job is. To win games, or else you could get fired. So the order, I think uh, one GM, I saw this on Twitter, you can correct me if I'm wrong. One GM said, this is the order in which you pay people. The guy who throws the ball, the guys who stops the guy who throws the ball, the guys who catches the ball, the guys who stops the guy to catch the ball. And the guy who blocks for the guy who's throwing the ball. Exactly. That's the order. Sure, sure. How far down that list is cornerback? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. My point is, everybody's job is contingent on winning. Right. The cornerback coach, the defense... Off, everybody's contingent on winning and executing. To tell a player not to execute and to give you a less of a chance of winning goes against all logic. It does. We're going to get there. Think. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. All I'm saying is we we can at least acknowledge that it goes against. Yeah, I see how I I get it, but I see how I can see how it sounds crazy, but I get it. It is crazy. So halftime of the game. Yeah. I it's which is illegal. I don't give a fuck. I still do it. I text him at halftime. He sees my this text. This is his first start. Yes. Go. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, why didn't you break on that ball? And he said, the coach told me not to. They told me don't gamble. We need to just get out of here with, you know, just because I guess they, they had a chance to win the game. But they were like, don't do anything that could cause us to lose the game. If you try to break on something, they double move, beat your ass down the field. And then we're fucked. And I said, Who's going to play? He goes, they might bench me if I don't listen to them. I go, who's, who's going to play? play? <laughs> who's going to fucking play? Everyone's down. injured. They got to go with you. They have to go get the fucking ball. Right. Okay. So you tell him to go get it for that second half. Yes. Okay. He, now, he is in the best situation because mm-hmm. truly who is going to play? Who's going to play? If he does get burned. Who's going to play? Ain't nobody there. <laughs> gonna so you're going to get your second chance. Yes. Okay. Does he agree on the phone to roll the dice? Yes. Does he go out there and do it? Yes. What happens? He intercepts the ball. First play. Probably round about that. Yep. And and literally hands it to me. Up in the And stands. that's how it started. He's given me every single interception. I've been at every single game. I okay. I love this guy. And <laughs> now, finishes out the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Do the coaches lay off him with the playing uh, well? Playing, uh, going for things and going no. at balls. What, no. how, what happens with that? They're still yelling at him, but you know what they do? Because sometimes he was getting, you know, he was get, not getting burned, but you know, he's he's being aggressive. Right. And when you're aggressive, you're gonna people are gonna catch balls on you. It's it's, it's a gamesmanship. It's a part of the game. Right. And they yell at him sometimes, like, "Yo, don't go for those." I'm going. He's like, "I'm trying to make plays." And but whenever he gets the interception, they're just like, "I told you not to do that, but good fucking play." <laughs> you know, it's like, "Oh yeah, shit, yeah, good yeah, play." Yeah, you know, yeah. like they're. Excited. So like when you pull up play. for a long three and then make yeah. it. Yeah. You, know, like, you always like, see coaches. Ball, you always go, what the? Good play. Shit. <laughs> like that. So essentially that's what he was doing. Okay. And he he did what he needed to do to get himself out there. So then all of a sudden it was like, who's Brent Grimes? So the name starts to bubble. Mm-hmm. Now you quit your job following season? 
No, that season I quit. You quit that season immediately. Yes. So he says, I need somebody. Mm-hmm. You quit your job. You yes. become the support system. Yes. Now, a lot of people assume things about being a player's wife from these various TV shows, this kind mm-hmm. of the other stuff. Oh, I'm going to go out shopping during the day right. and I'm going to show up to the game mm-hmm. and then I'm going to watch the game. Real quick question for clarification. As soon as he said, I need somebody, you just quit before no, he was even starting? No, I told him, I said to him that, you know, I was already nervous. We had just moved in together and I told him I was nervous about that because uh, if we if he decides to dump me, I have nowhere to live. So he paid my rent while we, we moved in. He told me, I'm going to pay your rent at your apartment. So whatever happens, if we break up, whatever, you'll still have your apartment. Oh, you're a girlfriend at the time. Yes, I'm just a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy's an angel. I'm though. just a girlfriend. Yo, first of all, yes. <laughs> but so I'm a just big, a girlfriend. So big and sacrifice. And so how he got me to quit my job since he proposed. He, smart. You know what? That's what my mom did with my dad. Oh, yeah? She was like, no, you can't move in. You got to marry me. Yeah, well, like, I we told him if he wanted together. me to He's commit like, like that to give up my career yeah, yeah. and everything, I wanted a bigger commitment from him. And he was Thanks. like, well, what does that mean? I said, well, I just want to know that it's me, that I'm the one, yeah. you know, I need to know that this is going into that direction. And yeah. he was like, okay. And then the next day he was like, okay, let's get married. Will you, will you marry me? And I was like, oh shit, okay. I didn't mean like turns that out, fast. Turns out to be the greatest, uh, what's it called, um, decision that, that Brent makes. And this will come in obviously later. But- so you quit your job, you quit your career, you quit everything that you worked for, everything that you wanted to do. You're literally living your dream, being a broadcaster and a journalist. Yes. Living your dream. Mm-hmm. You quit it for this guy who you may or may not marry. Correct. Who may or may not be, be in the NFL. Yes. Who is a couple misplays and a recovery from an injury away from being out of the fucking league. Correct. Okay. He has a great end of the season. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's not contracted for the next year. No. What That's happens? That's the best situation. He's a free agent. Okay. And I and they offered him, uh, I want to say, $400,000 okay. for the year. Okay. And I told him not to take it. This is the first time we see Miko playing agent. manager yes. slash agent. Correct. Is it restricted free agent or unrestricted? Unrestricted. Unrestricted. Okay. Go any fucking yeah. where you want. So you say say no to four hundred. You got no job. He got no job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of you. I tell his going agent, broke. I, <laughs> I had money saved up. Uh huh. You had he your had little thirty thousand. Uh, <laughs> Look at cute little thirty thousand. <laughs> sixty five, motherfucker. Sixty five. And so I tell his agent, you got sixty five and six interceptions. I tell six his, interception footballs. Well, you that, that was my money. Right, I, right, right. I tell his agent to shop him to other teams, and his agent says no. Ooh. Why? Because he says. Um, he wants to build a relationship with the Falcons. Real and quick. if he turns that offer down, they might not sign his other players. All right, we're going to stop for a second, pay some bills. We got a new sponsor here on the Flagrant 2 podcast, and it is Action Heat. Okay, Action Heat makes the world's best battery heated clothing. So you can stay heated no matter what you're wearing, and especially hot if you've got them gloves. We're getting shirts and gloves coming in. I'm very excited. Haven't hit here yet, but they're going to be coming. It literally has a battery and heating apparatus within the glove and within the shirt. Okay, I might be out there in this cold New York winter with just a t-shirt on. You're looking at me crazy like, man, you know, what do you say always, Akash, that white people don't get cold? They're right? bragging about how not cold they are. You know why? Because we stay with action heat, okay? So everybody get on the level. Get on the level. You see this white guy with a little t-shirt on in the middle of a football game? He got the action heat. 
Okay, chest all warm, completely warm. You guys can get it too, all right? So now what they are is they're powered by a rechargeable five volt lithium ion battery and lasts up to 12 hours. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat at temperatures of up to 135 degrees. That's right, it's gonna get hot in there. Batteries can also be used to recharge your phone while you're wearing them. Think about that. Your shirt, your gloves, your jacket, your pants can recharge your phone if you're running out of battery. It's too good. You're walking around with a charger. Action Heat clothing provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, included heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. It's perfect for any friends or family on your holiday gift list, whether they work outdoors, ski, snowboard, or if they just hate being cold. Listen, you're going to check out some football games, some college football games, some anything outside. you got a little kid who's going to be running around in the snow all day. You're not going to be running around in the snow. You're going to be freezing your ass off. Get some action heat. They offer heated products that fit everyone's budget. All right? They're starting at just $39.99. That's it. $39.99. We're getting the gloves and the shirts. I'm very excited about it. So you can check out everything that Action Heat has to offer and save 20% off your entire order at actionheat.com slash flagrant. Okay, that's actionheat.com slash flagrant. Or use the coupon code flagrant at the checkout to save 20%. All right, check it out. Now, let's get back to the show. So now let's get into this. Mm -hmm. Now we get into the minutia of what it is being a team and being an agent and being a player. Yes. These agents do not always represent nope. the player. Nope. They, they represent, represent their self, themselves, themselves and their clients. So if I have this corner who happen to have a stellar end of the season, mm -hmm. now I'm an agent. I'm not an idiot. I know the game. This kid can fucking ball. Yeah. So why don't I get him cheap and then get my other lineman signed? Yep. Who might not have as much value. Yep. But then I get two contracts. Yep. Because mm -hmm. I can get 1.5 million out of them instead of just 600,000 or 800, right. whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So you're in a situation where you don't have the leverage to fire your agent, mm -mm. but you have the wherewithal to go, no. Correct. Get me this. What do you say to the agent? Um, I I say a lot of things and Brent tells <laughs> Was it reminiscent of a tennis match? Oh yeah, I cussed his ass out. I went at him so Reminiscent many of times. your Twitter. <laughs> I went the fuck off on him and Brent was like, what are you doing? He's my agent. He knows what's best. I said, he don't know shit. You're, you were his first client ever. He lives around the corner from you. The only reason you signed him is because your mom told you to. Oh, he's not even like a big, he's got his own little rinky-dink industry. No shade to people starting off, but you're somebody. Mm -hmm. And now that I've seen you play, I feel like you're going to be very talented. You need somebody to, that has your back and is willing to go out there and shop you to everybody and right. say, fuck them. And they're Six interceptions is not, it's that, fucking crazy. Some people never had that their whole career in a, in a season. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. 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 That's that's crazy. Right. In seven games started or whatever. Yeah. Off the bench. Now, there is another angle to that, which is he's an untested corner, so quarterbacks every week are going, yo, let's go at the they new. They kept nah. going. No, they yes. were. That's when exactly they saw a new body, works. that's why he was getting the balls, because they kept trying him. For example, the six, there are certain the guys that never crazy. get thrown at. Like yesterday, he didn't get a single. Eli didn't throw a so, single ball in so, yesterday. So here's another one. thing I've noticed with, with Brent, especially later in his career. He's not going to put up these crazy interception numbers, but the reason that is is because guys are not going at him, and you yeah. see this okay. with all the greats. Yeah. Yes. So what I, the point I was trying yeah. to make is, yeah, you're going to, yeah, if you're a great, let's say Darrell Rivas, for example, let's say he's an undrafted corner, 
and then he comes in after three guys are injured, and I'm a quarterback yeah. that week. I'm going right. at him. A D2 corner who was yeah. fourth string? Yeah. Hum, 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 hum. That's yeah. food. Yeah. Yes. So I think every quarterback is thinking that going into okay. the game. Yeah, when right, they watch right, right. the film, they're like, this guy have no film on him. They don't know anything about him. D2? Throw at him every I'm sorry, time. did you say D2? Yep. And he light-skinned? And he light-skinned. <laughs> He's half-white? No dreads? He's half-white? His name is Brent. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. exactly what right? happened. And little did they know, Interceptions are popping up. Yes. Okay, okay. Take us back. Yes. So then I tell him to fire the agent. He goes, No, I don't have anybody else. I need him, blah, blah, blah. He the guy won't shop him or anyone. He goes, No, I'm taking this deal from the Falcons. Fine. He takes the deal. He comes in to the year. They bring in another guy and tell Brent he has to compete for the starting spot. He doesn't even have the starting spot. And he's pissed. Gotcha. Right? So then he comes to training camp. Um the guy ends up getting hurt that he's competing against. God wants Brent to play. God wants Brent to play. Yeah. So Brent starting. I would 2000, hate to be a starting corner 2000, on Brent's team. 2010. <laughs> yeah. 2010. Brent has five interceptions that season. First time starting the whole season, all 16. Right. Started five interceptions. Goes to the Pro Bowl. Mm. Four hundred thousand a year. He's at the Pro Bowl where at that in two thousand ten, mm-hmm. the average corner there's only six corners at the Pro Bowl. Right. Every the, on all the average all them together were making nine million a year. Four hundred thousand dollars a year, but it's a one year deal. One year deal. Now we have a Pro Bowl corner one year deal with no option for the next year. Nope. Proven commodity. He's done it two years in a row. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to make some money or no? It's time to make some money. He still won't fire the agent. My God, Brent. He's loyal. I mean, part of you has got to be like, all right, he ain't getting rid of me. (laughs) Well, we're married (laughs) by now. We we got married. (laughs) got married by by now. Oh, women women can get divorced. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. But I'm telling him to fire this motherfucker. So so now the Falcons, instead of offering This guy got to cheat on somebody, man. What the fuck? (laughs) Damn, Brent. (laughs) I didn't say he wasn't cheating. He is white. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, So they offer him a first round tender the next year. What does that mean? That means if uh, another team fine. wants you, they got to give us their first round draft pick to come and get you. And he didn't have to do that the year before. Right. No. Okay, so... He didn't have to sign that one. He could say no and be a free agent and see what another team wants to offer him. What's, he refused what's it. the uh, contract that they're willing to pay him? The, well, the first round tender is, is a, it's a, it's a set rate. Another one year deal. And it's a one year deal and it was $2.3 million. Now... Given the opportunity to make $2.3 million. He was like, oh my God. I know. I'm going to take it. And you have to, I I empathize with anybody in that situation because we sit here all the time in entertainment, right? And I'm sure you go as well. Well, maybe it's a little different now that you're financially set and everything. But like, you know, Akash and I will talk all this shit about how dumb sitcoms are and how horrible the networks are. As soon as they pass a check. Shit. (laughs) Comedy Central come to Akash and go, yo, I got two point three million. I got a lot of tweets to delete. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. That's how he was. So he gets so excited at 2.3. I have a feeling you believe he's worth more. Way more. He has 11 interceptions in two years. Does he listen to you this time? It's a no. year. You got to be bugging him for a year. That's no, fair. No, he doesn't listen to me so, again. So you are you say to him, no. Say no to the 2.3. Let's go somewhere else. And he says, I'm afraid that no one will sign me. So he takes another one. One year deal. And why, why does he have this insecurity that he won't be wanted? 
because he's never been wanted by this league. He's literally had people have had to be injured just when, for him to get a shot. When you think about it, he's never been wanted even down to college. Yes. Yeah. Probably really talented in high yes. school. Freak yes. athlete. Yes. All the way passed over by D1s. Yep. So it's on and on in his career. He's been looked over. Mm-hmm. And there's that fear in him, which is. I could get looked over again. And he's like, I need to take care of my family. I need to make it right. I need to make, he basically wanted to make sure that I, he wasn't, he didn't do a bad thing by making me quit everything I was doing. He feels responsible to you guys. Yes. There's, and that's probably the reason why he doesn't pass over you. Cause he's like, I know what it feels like <laughs> to be passed over. Do you know what I mean? I'm holding this person down. Who's held me down. Nobody mm-hmm. has yeah. held me down. 2.3 right there uncertainty over here yeah you're in this league you got 50 guys on the team every other day there's a guy who's getting kicked off Mm -hmm. every other day you're seeing a buddy of yours who you've seen naked in a shower lose their job lose their fucking job yeah you got a kid you're just starting to make money everything's starting to get comfy but it can be gone in a heartbeat yeah 2.3 million guaranteed that's a deep breath right that's a deep breath I, you got your wife yapping, you're worth more. <laughs> you went to the Pro Bowl. But she was right Bowl. the first time. She was right. But I, I empathize. I empathize. It ain't my money is what I'm saying. Yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. It's easy. You believe mm-hmm. he knows he can do it, but there's a little insecurity and here's safety. Mm-hmm. One year deal, signs it, comes back next year. Mm-hmm. Gets injured. This isn't the Achilles. This is a knee thing. Ooh. So he plays the whole season injured. They they won't let him get the scope, get his surgery because they need him. This is a, they need him to play. So he's playing injured. I am pissed the fuck off. The money's guaranteed, and I'm saying don't play. And he's like, I have to. If I don't play, I'm afraid they're going to cut me. No one's going to sign me oh, next boy. year. And blah blah blah. He plays injured. One interception that year. Um, and ends up having to get the surgery. It's so bad. Okay, so he plays on an injured knee. Mm-hmm. You said they won't let him get the scope. surgery at first. Yeah, until it got to the point where he couldn't walk. Now, this is a meniscus or something yes. like that. Torn mm-hmm. meniscus. Torn meniscus. Fuck. Now, which is something that you can somewhat play on, mm-hmm. but cornerback, corner specifically. <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing about a meniscus, right, is that in any kind of knee stuff. Is if you just want to run straight, it's fine. You're good. <laughs> if you run a hundred meter dash, you can have no meniscus, yeah, and you'll be able to be, be fine. The, the second it's uh, cut, uh, le- uh, done. That's why it's and such a killer in basketball. It yes. destroys. And, yeah. and their guys can come back from meniscus ACL. It, even now you can come, but still, yeah, it is it is crippling, especially for that position, mm-hmm. right? The and, team, though, this is what intrigues me. Mm-hmm. You said the team says they won't look at it. No, they wanted to keep playing. And it's because he is guaranteed. If he wasn't guaranteed, how quickly do you think they would have looked at his knee and then shipped him off to the graveyard? Shipped him off, for sure. Because the money's guaranteed and they get their money out of him. I told his agent the same thing. I told his agent to go talk to them. Agent went to talk to him. I wrote, I drafted a letter and fired his agent. And I said, sign this letter, Brent. I'm I'm firing your agent. And he's like, what are we going to do as an agency? I said, I'm going to get you another agent trust me i've trusted you trust me to get you another agent he is not doing what's best for you football wife of the center i'm telling you this is why i tell everybody about it. there is it is a job to be an athlete's 
wife, especially in a sport like football, mm-hmm. where these contracts a lot of times are not. And guaranteed. I'm telling you, as a fan, I get I get fucked up about this because I want players to get paid, but then I root for a team. I'm like, oh, first round tender will save a little money. Yeah, but I know how fucked it is. But I'm like, oh, they'll win. <laughs> Get the second round. Get the first round tender, not a second round tender. It's extra two hundred thousand dollars. Nobody's gonna take him. But on the other side of it, there's a Brett Grimes who's I'm fucked now. Yeah, like you have fucked me. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting because you have empathy, dollars. but you also Cowboys did it to a tackle this year. David Irving. Now he right. ended up getting in some shit. And I don't know if it's gonna work out, but like I was like, put the first round tender on. It's only four hundred thousand dollars more or whatever, and then nobody's gonna take him. True. Yeah, and then he's he there. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. yeah. So and and that's fine and, and I don't think you're a bad person. You can I mean, be, no. It's just a, yeah, it's a just tricky part of being yeah. a fan. It's like it's why it's easier to not know too much about a player's yeah. life. Yeah, it's easier for them. So you like you ju- said, you can say whatever you want. You don't have any guilt behind it. You don't feel you anything. You are statistics. I don't want to know. Your statistics to me. Yeah. I, don't I don't have to feel bad fuck. if you're injured. Yeah. I don't have to feel bad anything. The second I see on Instagram you and your baby, then it's like oh fuck. Like Jalen Ramsey this week, and we'll get to that later. But Jalen Ramsey this week, he said something really beautiful. He said, yep. "You know what? I don't have a." Uh, I don't have bad days. I have hard days. Every day that I'm blessed to be here is a good day. Okay. I get to go home, see my daughter and she makes everything. And, um, before that Jalen, I'm looking at Jalen like, all right, you're a loud mouth guy and you're really entertaining and stuff yeah. like that. But now that you're losing, you're not saying anything. And the second he said that, I'm like, oh, I well, like him now. Dad. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a regular guy. He's a dad. So yeah. you've seen this other part of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we fire the agent. You finally get him to fire the agent. Yes. He and he probably feels a little more comfortable because you guys are sitting on 2.3. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Being smart with the Also, money. you've been right twice. Twice. Yes. So Third he times, says, you know. He says, yeah. who are you going to get? And I said, CAA. He goes, they will never fucking sign this LeBron's agency. Of course. That's Biggest Tom agency Cruise. in the world. Yes. Yes. So the Rock I, is on that. They're, Everybody. They're, their yeah. headquarters in St. Louis, where my family happens to be. I draft up this big PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. I've got all this documentation on why mm-hmm. Brent Grimes is the best corner league and why he's going to be this and the third. And I need you guys to sign him. I, I fly to St. Louis. I, I call see I'm just going balls. I'm just fuck it. I'm gonna call up there. The I'm gonna up. get a meeting. I I call. I'm already in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I call and I'm like, yes, I would like to speak to Ben Dagra. You know, like who's this? Miko Grimes. What would you? What is the nature of your call? I would like to pitch him, my husband, as an agent, as a contract. Blah blah blah. And they were like, well, let me see if we can get him on the phone. You hold on, whatever. And then come back. Like, yo, we'll have him call you back. He's busy. Blah blah. I'm like, fuck. He's never gonna call back. He called me back like an hour later. And I was like, hey, I wanted to come in. I flew to St. Louis. I wanted to give a presentation. Brent does not have representation right now. I fired his agent. But I think that he belongs in CAA. I think he's going to be amazing. I think that you guys are going to make money off him as well. And they were like, "Uh, we don't need your presentation. Yes, we'll sign him. They were like, we already wife of the century. They said, we know who he is. We know that. We, he said, they, but they're not allowed to reach out to him. He has to fire his agents and then reach them because it's, it's like a rule where you can't poach people's clients. Usually you can poach with agencies. You can't poach with management. And on our side. And, oh, and on actors. your side. I, no. I, think, I with, think with sports as no, well. No. It's, really? It's, it, yes. You cannot poach. And so they were like, now that you fired him and you've actually reached out to us, Boom. now we can talk to him. Okay. They flew to Atlanta, took us out to dinner and presented to us why CAA was the agency for him. Now, this is Brent's first time. Where he is courted. Mm -hmm. This is the first time where he is feeling wanted. Mm -hmm. You know who else? What is his reaction to? We're going to get to that. (laughs) What is his reaction to 
What is his reaction to positive reinforcement? Something he's probably not used to. It was like a dream, I, I imagine. He just couldn't believe that CAA, like this is a big deal. He's like, if they think that I'm worth signing, that means I should have gone somewhere else a long time ago. I should have done something else. I should have reached out there. You know, it kind of gives him confidence in himself to know that even though you're doing all this work and it's going unrecognized, there are people that are watching and they know. And CAA wouldn't sign you if they didn't think they can make some money off of you. So the minute he signs with CAA, guess what the Falcons do? Mm. They give him, uh, um, they, they franchise tag him. Son of a bitch. You know how much a franchise tag was that year? Nine. $10.6 million, guaranteed. Yep. That's all right. Okay. That's all right. But at the same time, you might you be looking. You don't want that. You don't want, you, exactly. you so help real quick, this. you want to, you want to be, you want to be getting three years, 30 million. Easily. Yes. Right. So they franchise him. Mm-hmm. 10.6. 10.6 is a bittersweet thing, right? Because. Again, we were begging for a long-term deal. They refused, They wouldn't even negotiate with us. Fair. They and wouldn't it, even talk. And that's fair. But like, it's bittersweet because one, you're like, we're worth 30. But two, you're like, hey, we have $10.6 million, million <laughs> guaranteed. That's, yes, pre- that's pretty awesome. And yeah. we have time to recover from the injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, no, he isn't injured yet. No, this is, you said the knee. He hurt no, his knee that, that year. that was fine. He's over that. That was fine. I thought you said he got scoped after that. Yeah, he got scoped. And the season, it was at the end of the season. And so he had recovered by the time the next yes. season. Yes. Okay. Comes back. Now he has. 10.6. Okay. Signed a deal. Ruptured Achilles week one. That's the best thing that can happen to you on a franchise tag. Now. Or tender anything is to get injured the first week because you have the whole season to, to recover. recover. And then in the off season, you can prove in March when deals are being made that you're ready to go. You injure your shit in November, December, you're fucked. How old is he when he tore his Achilles? Um, this was 2012. So he was 29, I think. Okay. Tears the Achilles. Do you think in a way this is karma for the Atlanta Falcons? I absolutely 100% believe that. I said, got him. <laughs> I was at the game. Really? Yeah, I was in Kansas City. Did you know that it was busted the second it happened? Yes. Again, uh, you have the degree yes. in sports science. Mm-hmm. I, when I saw the play, it happened. I had I almost got arrested then, too. <laughs> I jumped the fence. Um, Cops behind. choked you out again, unnecessarily no, again? because you, you know, I, and, and this again? is something I just changed with the Bucks, where if a player gets injured and you're at the game, you should, uh, their wife should be able to reach them, should be able to talk to them. They don't have a phone on them, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, so right. I jumped the fence behind the buses in the Chiefs, where the visiting buses are. I scaled the fence and jumped it because I'm trying to get in the locker room. Room. They see me on the cameras and they come <laughs> to get me. And I'm pleading with them and telling them that I'm a player's wife. He just mm-hmm. got hurt yeah. and I know he needs me. I need him, blah, blah, yeah, yeah. So one of the guys- You're not actually, even upset. You're like, we I'm, just got a free yeah. 10.6 million. No, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about him, <laughs> like his course, face. Of course, I'm fucking with you. You know, he's my baby. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, his face was so sad. And, and yeah. Achilles is- Yeah, they say that. That's what yeah, you yeah. don't come back from. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, like he's going to be miserable because this could end his career. Right. And he's probably thinking like, that and I'm just like I need to just go talk to him and one of the security guys actually recognized me right just from social media from talking so much shit and stuff he goes oh that is his wife that's the loud mouth one Miko Grimes right so they radio into the locker room and they say oh yeah that's her and they they had they um let me come to him and talk to him and I said did you hear a gunshot and he said I did and I said it's your Achilles and he just started crying he was just like oh my god I was like it's okay I said if anybody could come back from this it's you now Right now, 2018, you tear your Achilles. Nobody comes back from that. Mm 
No, they usually don't. This is 2018 right now, what I'm saying. In 2018, if you tear your ACL, you're back in a year and you're as good as you as you were when you before you tore your ACL. Mm-hmm. In 2018, that knee surgery that took Jason Kidd out, mm-hmm. where it's something about like the cap, yeah. was fra- you can come back from that now. Mm-hmm. But that it's fucking Achilles. Achilles. It's the killer. It, look at uh, Richard killer. Sherman. Yeah, nothing. The guy can barely run. Nothing. He's a shell He's of himself. He's a shell of himself. Dez. Dez Bryant, who follows Bryan. me on Twitter. We need to get you on the podcast. Dez. Dez. shell of himself. Is going to be, unfortunately, and I hope he isn't, but it's probably going to be. I mean, Kobe, and you know Kobe went through every German Anything blood transfusion that you possibly could, probably had the roids, the everything that mm-hmm. he could, human growth hormone, <laughs> to come back, shell of himself. Yep. After that Achilles surgery. Brent... For some fucking reason. I got to take credit for that. Oh, no, I know. This (laughs) is why it's good. This is why it's good. So Brent tears his Achilles. Mind you, this is how many years ago? Ten? Six years ago. This is six years ago, Mm -hmm. right? So the surgery's even shittier. Yes. Tears his Achilles. He ends up coming back from the Achilles Mm -hmm. because you lied to him. I lied to him. (laughs) Yes. You lied to your husband. In cahoots with the doctor. Yes. To save his his career. Okay. Tell people how this happened. So um, I know um, about obviously Achilles injuries and and what it takes to recover from them. You know that because this is what she studied in school. And so I asked the doctor if we could leave the cast on for two extra weeks. But you said do not tell Brent. (laughs) You said do not tell Brent. Now the doctor has an obligation Mm -hmm. to not only the player. But the team. Yes. How? No, did no, no, no. We just, we did not. They tried to get him to have the surgery with the team. I refused. And we went to the Carolina Panthers doctor. And why, why did why you choose him? to He's do that? better than the Falcon doctor. How'd you know that? From trials of asking around the co- the players and stuff. <sighs> you the baddest. Yeah. You and I heard that bad. he was the All best. of you athletes that are listening to this right now <laughs> and thinking, my wife ain't shit, you right. <laughs> <laughs> All of you are right. Your wife ain't shit. She spends your money on jewelry. Okay. She buys weeks. expensive clothes, he buys fly. these bags, and she don't do shit. She's not getting you contracts. She's not fixing your fucking Achilles tendon. She's not doing none of this shit. You drive, you find out, talking to all these people. That the Carolina Panthers have the best Achilles doctor in the United States. In the United States. And he can't fly. That's what the Falcons were like. No, you need to do it locally. He cannot fly. You drive. I drove him to every single appointment back. We did it four times. Okay. You're driving him to the Achilles doctor. Mm -hmm. Now, Brent has realized that it's in his best interest to trust you. Well, he found out that I lied about the. No, cast. no, 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 no. Oh, but we're not going to yeah. get there yet. We're not oh, going to okay. get there. Real quick, yeah. why couldn't he fly? Uh, you don't want to fly it's with an injury like that because yeah. of the swelling. Ah, right. Okay. So, uh, a very good, very reasonable, good question. By the way, um, but okay. So now, earlier in Brent's career, he has not trusted you. Correct. And every time he doesn't trust you, things go wrong. Correct. <laughs> it seems like there's a shift in Brent. Maybe it was the CAA thing. But something happened where he starts to go, this girl knows what the fuck is going on. She has my best interests at heart. Let me put my faith in her. Right. Because you see this later in his career as your star 
begins to shine and there's more attention on you mm-hmm. and the conversation always goes back to Brent like why do you put up with this yeah and people like they don't realize <laughs> why he puts up with it yeah right. you have to get to the beginning of the story to understand why yes so now Brent is Whatever Miko says, I'm with it. I'm rolling. (laughs) Yeah. North Carolina, driving, surgery's done. You speak to the doctor, Mm -hmm. private conversation. Private, yes. While he's unconscious. While he's unconscious. What do you say to him? I said that I think that Brent um, is a child. Mm -hmm. And the minute you take that cast off, I know you're going to be in a boot. And there's going to be a certain amount of time that he's supposed to spend in the boot. He will not. The second he's out the cast, you know he's, he's back in the game. He's gone. He's going to be jumping over shit. He's going to be trying. He's going to be picking at the scab. He's going to be doing all types of shit, and it's not going to heal properly. I say leave him in two extra weeks. He doesn't have to know. And I think that's best. It doesn't hurt you to be in it two extra weeks. Right. Can't hurt you at all. Right. You know, and he said, well, okay, as long as, you know, you're because I'm the person that has to sign off on everything. I'm his person right, you know right, right. and so um and we do it and then when we go to get the cast cut off there's another doctor that cuts the cast off a whole nother person that cuts it off okay. it's a female and she's cutting the cast off and she's looking at the paperwork she goes damn i wonder why they kept you in your cast for so long and he was like no that was a standard amount of time she goes no you were in two extra weeks and i'm like bitch <laughs> the Snitching fuck it. Up, fat white bitch. girl huh no she was actually a cute little, little white she was white but she was a cute little in the thing white, girl. Uh, white women that's <laughs> go the problem on, go and on. so um and he goes and he now he wants to investigate okay he wants to call the doctor he wants to see what the fuck's going on so i confess i'm like okay before you start becoming private detective and shit I asked him to leave it on two weeks why did you do that and I said Brent you're a child like you're childish you would have gotten out he goes how do you know that go because I know you and it will allow your thing to reconnect faster sometimes in those surgeries if they give you the, the proper amount of time it didn't it didn't gel right. Sometimes right. they don't go right, right and they tear it again the next year right. or it's still injured. It's still hurting or whatever. So they overcompensate and they tear the other one. Ah, you know, and that so, often happens. Yes, often. yes, yes, yes. And You're so, afraid to put pressure on whatever yes, knee or leg or ankle. Because whatever you it is. still feel a little yes. resistance yep. and tension. And I said, I wanted it to be completely sealed and healed and properly connected. And I just wanted to give you the best shot at recovery. So he gets back to start the recovery. Yes, and immediately he's out of the boo. He ain't using the goddamn exactly boo. Exactly what you said. Exactly what I said. And he's, did you look at him like this? Why? Yes, and he yeah. laughed and he was like, "You're right, you're right." And I was like, "That's why I did this, so you could be now. If you come out of the boo a little earlier, you're healed even better." How the fuck does he get back from the torn Achilles? I think it's genetics, one hundred percent. So think a he lot just has genetics. freak, freak, freak. I w- I hope people will Google Brent because when you look at him, even when I met him. He is not an imposing guy. No. He's not imposing at all. Hands, though. Yeah. Big hands. Strong, big hands. Big hands. But he's not an imposing dude. But if you watch some of like his workouts and shit that you post, there'll be like little things that he does. The for example, like squats. Ass to the grass every time. Every single time. And then there's another thing that I saw him do that you guys are posting. It's this dumbbell workout. Oh, um Bulgarian uh that uh Bulgarian um Turkish get up. Turkish get up. So it's not a dumbbell. It's a, it's a kettlebell. Kettlebell. And you you have to like keep the kettlebell straight. raised above your, your arm body. Has to be straight the whole time. You have above. to go all the way down to the ground, laying down, lay down, and then get, get all the way up back up. With it oh, up. I used to do that shit. Yo, yeah. and Turkish that shit is all core. All core. And you and you start to see where, if you're playing corner especially, that 
change of direction, that control of body mm-hmm. is all here. Yep. Right? It's yep. how do I go right to left on a fucking dime? On a dime. It's, While someone's backwards, going backwards. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. The, the, is there any point in time during the recovery where he's going to you? I don't think I'm going to be the guy. Oh, I was. Yeah, the whole time he he was depressed. Um, he didn't eat. He wouldn't shower. Really? He wouldn't leave the basement. Really? I was supposed to help him take a bath. Did he you stop was, giving him head? I didn't touch him. He yelled at me. He wasn't very nice to me. Yeah. That was probably the meanest person I've ever seen him be in my life. Really? He was very depressed. And I didn't, I've never been injured my entire career. Not thank God. Yeah. But I didn't know what to say to him. He you couldn't didn't get any walk. broadcasting injuries? Basketball, bitch ass. But I didn't know what to say to him. So I decided to, um, I have a bunch of people that I know, friends I know. And one of the people, the only people I've ever seen recover from an Achilles and be the shit is um, uh, fucking shit. Atlanta Hawks, Dominique, Dominique Wilkins. Did Dominique? I did not know. He won a dunk contest after his ruptured Achilles. Freak athlete. Freak athlete. So I called some of the Hawks players that I knew because he was the broadcaster at the time. He called the wow. games. I called some of the players and I said, hey, because I, I courtside seats also. Brennan bought me courtside seats. So I see him a lot. Right. I sit next to his, uh, at the time, girlfriend. And so I called up some of the players and I said, hey, could you guys get me Dominique's number? I really need him to call Brent and motivate him and talk to him. Wait, real quick. Dominique Wilkins' girlfriend, what she look like? Uh, Pretty. Blondish, mixed biracial, but blonde That's mixed. Her real hair. Yeah. She's pretty hit? tall. I'll close her. Yeah. <laughs> I'll close her. She's pretty. Um, older, you know, she was in her forties. She's beautiful. Right, right. And so, um, um, I I asked the guys, could I get? They're like, can't guarantee it. We'll ask him though. Mm-hmm. He called me the same day. People call you back. Yeah, he called me, and I saw. Dad still who it was. has a message, Akash. Yeah, Des Bryant still ain't messing me Left back. him on red. Des has been begging Tough Brent Des to work me. out with him every year. He begs Brent to train with him. I bet. Well, you, you're going to ignore him now that he ruptured his Achilles? I'm not. This Brent's ignoring him. I don't got his... That has nothing to do with yeah, me. Nico? Brent ignores so him. So go, so go. So I call... Dion calls me. Dion. No, Dominique. Dominique calls, calls me. Calls you back. And I'm like, oh my God, hi, it's Miko. He goes, I know who you are. I know who Brent is. And yeah. he's like, they're telling me that, you know, he's going through some things mentally and and you need me to talk to him. And I was like, yes. And I was like, now, I don't know how he's going to receive this because he's just not a people person like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's going to react. I said, but you're my last hope at getting him off this couch and getting in a shower and like just just being positive about his life. The best. And so he's in the, the basement best. down there watch, the watching uh, something. I don't know. And I just handed him the phone. He goes, who is it? I don't want to talk to anyone. And I was like, could you just take this phone call, please? And he's like, hello? And and I'm just in the corner looking. He goes, who is this? He was like, what? You Hi, why'd you call me? And he was like, I couldn't hear it. But Brent just sits up and he's just listening. Yeah. And he's just, and he's like giving yes and no and just talking. And he's like, you know, just basically saying like, hey, you could do it. I did it too. It happened to me. I came back. He was like, don't be down yourself. However you feel, that's what's going to happen to you. If you think you're not going to come back, you're not. You need to start saying, this is just a small setback. Like, I'm going to come back from this. I'm going to prove to people that I'm great and all this stuff. And that day, he took the trash out on crutches. And that was his first act of of like resiliency. 
Yeah. It's like, I can handle my life. I can take out the fucking trash. I'm a man. Yeah, I can do these things. Yeah. And I was so scared. I didn't want him to do it. I was nervous because, you know, he was in the cast. Yeah. Crutches. And I was like, Brent, you don't you don't have to do something today. I just wanted nah, you to. Nah, we out. Let's he's go. He's like, no, I'm getting off this couch. I'm doing this. I'm doing. He let me give him a bath, like help him in the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a, a, as a man, you don't like that somebody. Yeah. You ever had in this shower? No, I didn't do Death. any of that. No, yeah. I didn't. The only I, reason I, I asked is because you are very. Um, vocal about how important head is. It's very, it's crucial. Yeah, crucial. Yeah. Weekly. I, I try. Yeah, you try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he just, that motivated <laughs> him. That motivated him to get up and be positive and start thinking about after this injury, this is what I'm going to do after. And that was like, I couldn't believe it. Like it took him, yeah. somebody else to say, it happened to me. Let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you how I recovered all this stuff that I did. Now, have you told Brent that it wasn't really Dominique Wilkins? It was just some black dude. No, he that... saw him. I <laughs> <laughs> saw him. What if you faked it? <laughs> yeah, he saw him. Just doper. Hey, Ray Ray, do me a favor. Call up and just pretend to be Dominique Wilkins. It's just quick. another black dude named Dominique. <laughs> right. Dominique Johnson. It was really him. So what you want me to say? Yeah, he could do it. All right, yeah, you could do it, bro. Take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, it was him. Him. It really was him, and he did it, and it was like, and then after that, he just started saying all the things he was gonna do. When I'm gonna get my my squat, I'm gonna squat more. I'm gonna do this more. I'm gonna be able. To, I'm gonna like he was just positive about everything, and I was like, okay, yes, yes. So he yes. got it. When when do you when is he back? A year later? No, six months. This is a year injury. Yes, minimum. Yes, he his injury was September seventh, I believe. September 7th, 2012. By March, he was dunking. By March, he was jumping on those uh, yes. five-inch blocks. Yeah. One leg, no running, nothing. Just one leg, five inch, jumping on five the bad leg. Five foot or five inch? Five. No, 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 not five. 40, 42. There's a yeah. 42 the, and a 48. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah, one leg. Jumping. That's four feet. Yeah, four yeah, feet. Yeah, four feet. Yeah, he was doing that by six months later. Because the Falcons... We're pissed off. So then we, he's thinking to himself, well, you know, they, I rehabbed with them, with the Falcons. They've watched me rehab. They've seen everything I'm doing. I'm way ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. They're going to sign me back is what he's saying. I go, why do you even want to be here anymore? We out. You had a one-year deal for seven years. We out. One-year deal. Let's go. And he really wanted to stay. And the Falcons did press. People were asking him what they thought of Brent. And they go, he's never going to be the same. Now. That's why we're not signing him. Now. I'm pissed. This is where we get into the tricky shit, the mafia that are these negotiations and they are these organizations. They are souring the market on Brent (laughs) so that he can come back for pennies pennies because they know how How? much he's recovered. Yes. They tried to fuck him over. Yes. Hey, he's trash. I wouldn't sign him if I were you. He's going to be 30. He's He's 30 years old. He's Achilles. comes back from an Achilles at 30. He's already short. All he was was athleticism. Now we don't have athleticism. Now he has none of that. Now he's just some short white guy. Yeah, that's, that's right. Now he's white. People. Before yeah. he was this athletic black yeah. dude. Now he get the ACL. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and he was so offended. I was showing him the newspaper clippings and everything in the articles. White? How dare you? He was so offended. How fucking dare you? Yeah. So then all these other teams. Have you like, seen my wife? Ain't <laughs> nothing <laughs> white about me. So except these... that she gives head. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now he has to do a one year prove it deal with all these other teams. So this is common though. Mm-hmm. Right. This yes, is common. We see common. this in the NFL a lot. Yes. 
when a team wants to re-sign a player coming off of injury, they fuck them over. They fuck them over. Even if it's not injury, they find something. Hey, he slapped his girlfriend two years ago. Hey, he fondled an Uber driver two years ago. Is that what happened with Jameis? Allegedly. Allegedly. Ooh. Allegedly. What are you saying about that? What do you mean? I don't know that that's true. I've I have information from people that saying that it's not true. Now, what about is Jameis in a contract here this year? This is it. Is it a coincidence that the team is going, this Fitzpatrick guy is really balling, huh? Well, I think that um, a lot of it has to do with um, leverage as far as like what, even if they're going to keep him, they probably want to offer him something less because of all the shit that's been going on. And so what they'll do is hypothetically or allegedly Mm -hmm. put these stories out there into the world. Perfect timing. Yeah, it is a little coincidental. Like, that yes, remember um, uh, from the Dolphins, who's now a, a Brown. Um, Landry. Jarvis. Landry. Jarvis Landry. They put out the video of him thro- pushing his girl in the car right when all the stuff was going on with him, the contracts and all that stuff. So right when contracts, so you're saying a lot of times these organizations will get these videos of players and, doing and sit on them. nefarious acts and sit on them. Until contract time. Yes. And then pretend to be the moral authority. Mm-hmm. They'll come out of how could we resign a such a player? Play. Yes. Motherfucker, you knew about this for you two years. You covered it up. Just like the same thing with um a lot of, you know, when they do the um the steroid test or whatever, you know, they do that. That's a random test. But they, it randomly happens right when um, other another team got to sign you. all the time. And they overlook oh it, even with weed. God. They fail and they will overlook it if they need them to play that year. And then when they don't, they they tell. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So they are souring the market for Brent, mm-hmm. like they're souring the market for Jameis right now. You can see it. Like they were souring the market. Now, for do you think Odell. Jameis is good? Yeah, I think he's a good player. Okay. I, I I have opinions on certain things, obviously, but I out of respect for Brent's team, I don't really discuss That's details. Fair. We won't. But overall, it puts him in a situation in the locker room. We won't. Force overall, him. you think he's yeah. good. Overall, I think Jameis is a very talented. Now you haven't always been that way. Who me? Yeah, because when we get to the Dolphins, we'll. Oh yeah. Now, but we saw this with Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Right when Odell's about to be in the contract year. Yeah. All of a sudden, bringing up all the. Why are you with girls who snort coke? Yeah, he wasn't even doing the, the coke. Co- like yeah. that's how little there was at Odell. Yeah, he's in the bed while these coke whores are blowing just lines. Got his head, got yeah. some head, and eating some chicken wings. He probably, he's like, why, are, why the fuck are you guys here? I, I just want to dance. You know what I mean? Like, I was looking for the dudes. Yeah, where are the guys at? Oh, <laughs> Yo, I bet they put that rumor out. Yeah, this dude's probably smashing every shorty. I mean, I've had girls. I'm not gonna put their names out. I've had girls tell me, trust me. Homeboy straight. But now there's, I don't know. There's rumors on both sides. I'm sure there's rumors on both mm-hmm. sides. No one knows the truth unless your dick went in them. Exactly. I don't, fr- frankly, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, I would not put it past an organization to in a contract here to be like, yo, this dude might be gay. And you know how people in the locker room feel about a gay dude? Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. But they didn't. I think that would be worse for them. The gay part. They put out the coke and all that stuff, but. You heard something about him being gay? There's Come always rumors. Yes, yes, oh, I thought that gay. was happening Shit. since college. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I started hearing rumors. I heard it since college. I heard of him in college, but I didn't know how good he was until the Giants. I thought it's just like motherfuckers jealous of a dude that's good looking and it gets mm. pussy. Because you see people do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's other stuff, but. What you mean? He I mean, there's just rumors really about well. just him being with guys. There's guys that say that they've been with him. Really? Stuff like that. Who said that? 
I, just random. I, I I have a lot of friends that are hoes, right? You right. know that. Yeah, yeah. Just you hoes. come from a long line of hoes. Yes. Remember you said yes. that on Brilliant Idiots? Yes. <laughs> Yo, my one family of the first fucking hated things, me. She, what'd you say? One of the first things of what you did Brilliant Idiots, great Brilliant Idiots episode, we were like, we were talking about hoes and you were like, well, I come from a long line of hoes. That wasn't how it started. <laughs> you said some shit. It was more about like, us saying how the older generation- I horse ju- trainers, but you are like, no, hoes. That's what we yeah, come from. Yeah, the, the older generation shitting on us and what we do and how we're half- Naked and on social like, media. I'm like, y'all was hoes. All of, all of my cousins have different dads. Like, get out of here. Like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You're good. Yeah. So they were mad at me about that, but it's true. So some of these hoes that you know were saying that they Odell, tell me they tell me about a lot of players that they that they they've had like by like threesomes with a guy type of things and Ooh. you know stuff like that. And so, it's it's not a train if you guys are if the dudes are doing shit. Yes. So Odell was involved in one of those. I don't know that to be true, but these are things that I've heard. I'm I've I'm heard trying to get the scoop from you. You know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to hear. I've that heard shit. a lot of things. Really? But I wasn't there. You weren't there, but you've heard from somebody, let's say allegedly, that Odell was involved in a threesome with another dude. I did hear that. Yes. Really? Yes. And him and the other dude were doing some things. Yes. Wow. And I, I, I think it's sad. Does he bleach his pubic <laughs> Oh my God. How the fuck would I know that? <laughs> I think it's sad. You know, you believe it or not, there's a lot of gay NFL players. A lot. Really? They are afraid to come out. But they're so big. What do you mean big? All NFL players aren't big. So the little ones are gay. No, I just said all of them aren't big. Which position is the gayest? In the NFL? <laughs> Gotta be there, the center. I don't know that there's a position. I just think that there's just a lot of gay guys. I mean, what about long snapper? I mean, those positions where you're basically <laughs> a bottom, there's gotta be. like, the, like you Think about it. There's gay people in every aspect of our lives. There's gay doctors, gay teachers, gay scientists, gay dentists. Why wouldn't there be gay NFL players? I'm not saying they're not. You just said there's a lot. I'm just trying yeah. to find which position. I mean, it's, it would. I would imagine it would be a tackling one. I know gay corners. I know gay receivers. I know gay offensive linemen. I know gay defensive linemen. How many Pro Bowl gay players do you know? Pro Bowl. Like, good. Hold like, on. Let's oh. get back to this real quick. You said you know personally I do. gay players. Yes, okay. I do. Um, and you say you know gay corners. I do. But they're too afraid to come out. Yes. Right. Um... But they enjoy just like a nice tackle. Like, what is it? Do you think that? <laughs> no, they're doing their job. Position, right? They're doing the, No, it's like but, a like. Come is on. there ever a time where like there's a pylon and they like just jump on for fun? You know. Uh, I've seen I've, I've seen guys touching. I've seen like some some instances where people have told me like, "Yo, this dude fucking touched my dick but in a pile." We've seen that. And yes, this has happened a lot. But that's been happening for years. Not on some gay shit. On some like. Yo, fuck if you get you. into the pile, it's gonna yeah. fuck you. And no, now we got cameras everywhere. Fuck you. It's a, sometimes it's a gay thing. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's yes. I want to fuck you. No, it's just I want to touch. Right. I want to see. I want to feel. Me too. Okay, so yeah. so gay corners in the league, gay linemen. Yes, offense and defensive linemen. Yes, offensive. You're protecting your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna touch my quarterback. Oh my That's my quarterback. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now. If you had to choose a position mm-hmm. that would be the gayest, mm-hmm. 
Not receiver. tight end. What? What? Receiver? receiver? Why receiver? That makes sense. Wide receiver. receiver. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Wide <laughs> receiver. Tight end is the straightest. Oh, it's tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's there drunk. Was a, yeah. That's was drunk. A, I know. If there was a position called loose end. <laughs> <laughs> loose booty end. That's essentially what wide receiver is. I would think wide receiver. Those are the most flamboyant, loud, look at me. A lot of people. Gay people yes. and even the more masculine ones are yes. very like um, attention center of attention. Blonde Look at me, hair. come you know, number dancing divas, diva upset about stuff pa- like you know tantrums in the game. Tantrums. I want the ball. Yeah, like give it. To give me, me the more. balls. I'm not getting enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do like a whole interview with Lil Wayne for no reason. <laughs> yeah, there's like oh so God. gay. Like <laughs> love numbers that are unlucky You're for silly. most. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy example. about the whole Odell thing? Yes. Like the, I, I literally only heard this from one person. Right. I you know what I mean? It. Uh, I, when I said that, I know somebody that's told me he's done something. Yeah, I heard but that. I oh, yeah, actually that, yeah. know gay people. Like it's like he's. I don't know that he's gay. Miko. This is only something I've heard. But you I know they're gay people. We know you know gay people. <laughs> no, no, no gay players. NFL players. I'm good. Players. No, I'm asking out good. of the closet. No, I'm, not oh, no, a they're single in one of the them closet. The, out of the closet. Hey, are the, is anybody elite? Is anybody That's really good? Yes, good. So you're saying, so not like a, let's say Michael Sam, where it was like he was gay, so it was a story, but he wasn't, let's say, skilled enough to play in the right. league. And be, you're telling me there's an elite M- NFL quite player. Quite a few. Quite a few, they're elite. Now that would be what a great example for the gay community to kind of like rally around. Like, yeah, here's this guy. Think. Yeah. But no one wants to come out because you don't know what happens after you come out. It's a fear. Yeah. You don't know how the league's going to receive you. You don't know how the guys in the locker room are going to receive you. But, you know, but, they're naked a yeah. lot in that locker room. And then if someone knows you're gay, they might just... There's a lot of homophobic guys in right. the NFL. Right. You know, that that behind closed doors say a lot of fuck gay. I fuck that gay ass motherfucker. If he ever look at me, I hate gay people. But they won't say that out loud because, you know, then you get in trouble. Right. But a lot of guys feel that way. They really are homophobic. Right. And OK, that's good. That's good. That's good. Interesting. So there's a fear that they could possibly be beat up or like ostracized, ostracized in the locker room. And yes. that does happen. It, yeah. It can. Once they find out or they think that you might be gay. Yeah. They stop fucking with you, except yeah. if you're Odell. And there's gay players who are like household names. Like anybody who watches football knows this motherfucker. Yes. Really? Yes. And are they tops or bottoms? <laughs> A combination. Offense Versatile. Yeah. Offense. Really? Different, yeah. Playing both sides of the field. No, 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 no. Some of them are tops. Some of them are bottoms. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious. If they try so hard to keep this from other players, how do you know? Um, the hoes, the hoes be talking, the hoes be talking and they will pay for certain services privately, exclusively. Hold on one second. What kind of services are we talking about? They want to get pegged. They don't mind like a girl that's for sale. will fuck a guy with a guy. So they like to fuck a guy. Yeah. And a girl. Yeah. With a girl. Yeah. A lot of them do. And that so there's like a bisexuality yes. thing, or do they feel like a little less gay because there's I think a girl that in the room? some of them, not all of them, do this, but some of them do like girls also. They like both, and I, and I people say you can't be bisexual if you're a guy. You're either gay or you're not. Right, and I don't agree with that, but I understand why people think that. Uh, Antonio Brown. What about him? Gay. That was my thought. 
I've never heard it about him. I'm not going to say who I have, but okay. I've actually never heard that about him. Right. I, I don't think Antonio. I didn't no. think Antonio. Odell. When she was describing flamboyant, et cetera, that that's wide, every receiver. wide receiver. Yeah, but, he's yeah, the but most that's why I said those are the, that's the why if you were to ask me, I would say wide receivers are the, probably the, if there were, if there was like a, a, a poll done, I would guess right. wide receivers would have probably the most gay people, just my opinion. Really? I think Cam Newton. Yeah. Quarterbacks? Oh, Alex thinks Cam Newton. We no. got a Cam Newton in the corner. I don't know any gay quarterbacks. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't know any. I have yeah. never heard any. That doesn't mean there aren't any. Cam Newton I just haven't a stripper heard of fam. That's a hero. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. That screams gay if you ask me, but. <laughs> really? I just feel like no. if you're gay, right, something to prove. you wouldn't play quarterback just because you'd be worried people would figure it out. But nobody would know if you don't. How would people know? You're right up against a dude's... But everyone has to be up under the dude. Yeah, but you have that insecurity. They're going to figure you out. Nah. You don't think so? I don't think so. Can't leave my hands here too long. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it, such a... That's, yo, I, just I say ne- hike. Like, you're just upset. You're like, <laughs> fam, why are we here to the why end of the clock, the clock every time? Yo, let's <laughs> go. Get your hand off let's my Let's go, nut. fam. Stop saying Omaha oh, so much. Why are you all audible in? <laughs> Oh my God! How did this conversation turn gay? We <laughs> <laughs> threw it out there. I thought we were going to get a scoop. You know, I thought we I were going to get. I don't sh- out people. That's fair. Okay. I don't like to out people. I don't like to do that. A lot of people have actually confided in me. Yeah. About being gay, and uh, I will take those secrets to my grave. That's good. Yeah. That's I good. would never. I would never want to do that. I have very, very good group of guy friends in the NFL and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I get a lot of the stories that I know. They come to me and tell me stuff, you know, just don't use their name as examples of like not just gay stuff, but shit that's happening in the league, like like contractual stuff, team stuff. These guys confide in me and tell me stuff just so that, you know, I can prove that some of this stuff is actually happening. No one's listening, but, you know. I mean, I'm listening. Yeah. People listening right now. I think that's what's so interesting. Like, your tenure, or Brent's rather, or I guess both of you, at Miami. Miami is next, I imagine, for okay. Brent in this story. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think this is just such an amazing story that you guys have together. It could be A movie could be made of it. It will be, hopefully. hopefully. And there definitely will be a book. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we, we've shit. spoken about that. Um, because it would really open up some, some truth about the league. Mm-hmm. But also, um, just a fascinating kind of hero story and a love story. But anyway... You guys go to, to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I imagine you guys get signed to them, or did you do one year, more year with? We had to do a one year, one year prove it deal, deal How because much? $5.5 million. But now you're getting real money for yes. even prove it. Yeah, right? yes. So you do one year prove it, you make he your money. He goes to the Pro Bowl. He, he goes to the Pro Bowl. Four again. interceptions. First year back from ACL, First six year. months removed, Are you goes surprised? to the no. Pro Bowl. No. Okay. You know it's going to happen. You're fine. You prove it. Atlanta Falcons fucked themselves once again. because They didn't they, even throw the ball at him when he played against them. Of course they, not. They, they didn't try him at all. Was he no, excited I'm saying that the game? Falcons yeah. fucked up yes. when they signed him for just another one-year deal because they could have given him... Three, four years, and they could have had him back after that. They could have given him three, four years at something light because they're like, fam, you just got your ACL, and yeah. he probably would have signed. You would have But they, fu- they got greedy. Okay. Yes. So then you go get real money with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. First real money contract yes. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Three years. No. Four, two years. Okay. Two years. 16 million guaranteed, 32 million on the books. You never count the, the non-guarantee. You're never going to see it unless you're a quarterback. Okay. But if it's two years... 
It's You'll a, it was a four it. year. A four year, 32 million. 40 year, 32 million. Four year, 32. Yes. 16 guaranteed. Guaranteed. You He plays first year. First year was a 5.5, prove it. That was with the Falcons. No. No. Oh, that was the with the Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, okay, my bad. So he does prove it, 5.5. Next year they it. sign a four year deal, which is essentially a two year, $16 million right. deal. Right. And for everybody who's listening who's not familiar with how these deals work in the NFL, there's n- very few guaranteed contracts in the league. And even when you do there's hear a one. contract, Kirk Cousins. There's Kirk only Cousins. one. There's only one. one. And so what happens a lot of times is players get these deals that you say four years, five years. Nobody sees more than two usually. Yeah. Three at the most. Three tops. Yeah. So all that money a lot of times is back ended and nobody and ever gets get it. So whatever is guaranteed is what you what get. get. So you essentially got a two year 16. Get they call correct. it a four year 32 because everyone wants good. to fluff their ego and yes. want to feel fine. He gets two years. First year after the 5.5. Five interceptions. Pro Bowl again. How old are we now? 32. This old motherfucker. <laughs> this cornerback game is not for the, yep. for the old man. It is not at all. You should be playing safety by now. Right? Yeah, a lot of times there's a, a transition. A dinosaur. Yeah. At this dinosaur. Point. Coming yeah. back from ACL. Yeah. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl again. Right? Nine again, interceptions in two years. Nine interceptions. Again, our premise is over the last eight years, yes. this is the best cornerback in the league. Yes. Right? We've seen elite corners drop the fuck out. Yes. Who was the guy that went from, uh, he went to play the Eagles and then just totally fell apart? Uh, Namdi? Namdi. Right? Awesome. Yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. Bye. Revis. Bye. Had a great run. Bye. Akib, um, Akib, great back. run. Now wow. we're not hearing about, not not yeah. shut down no yeah, more. No Richard more. Sherman gone. Bye. None of Richard Sherman had the ACL, but he was already starting to drop yeah. off it. So we're uh-huh. seeing elite corner play in a four-year, maybe six-year bracket. Max, and they're done. We're still pro bowling. We're still pro bowling the we're shit still out pro of this in our thirties. Okay? In our thirties, major recovery from yes. a huge injury. Mm-hmm. You get that first year, kill it. Second year, kill it. Third year, four interceptions, another Pro Bowl. Hold on. We're still on this four-year deal. <laughs> yes. We, you're not supposed to do that. No, 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 no. no. We're, it was, we're, that was the second year. Yes. So that was, remember the second uh, year? Third, five, five. Sorry, 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 sorry. Then the first year he got $8 million, Second year, $8, eight, eight million. million. Now he's got two years left, but there's no guaranteed money in there. Okay. So that's when the shit hit the fan. Ooh, what a coincidence that what a the coincidence. shit hits the fan once there's time. no guaranteed money. Yes. Now you know the game already. Yes. So now we start hearing Miko pop off. Now you're in the public eye because you're not dealing with some corner who's doing one-year deals. You're yes. dealing with a corner who's making major money yes. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So the spotlight is... It's not only on Brent, but it's, it's on, on the people around and Brent. And I have a new radio show in Miami covering the Dolphins. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. And guess who hates that? The Miami the Dolphins. And guess, ooh, they numbers, brought out all the tricks on you. They tried to get me to come work for them mm-hmm. in their office. They want to tell me what to say on the radio. they're going to keep you quiet. They call Brent mm-hmm. in and say, hey, can you ask Miko not to say this and not to say that? Wow. And he's like, I can't control her. He goes, one time he said he was in a meeting. They called him in. He try to call me on FaceTime speaker. speaker like you guys tell her let's <laughs> see go ahead <laughs> tell her not to say stuff yeah to, try to control now, her now what are you saying what is the beef um, the quarterback is trash and he's never going to get them anywhere the quarterback at that time was Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill still is yes right well uh, 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 Osweiler is now the quarterback right but that but was yeah, at the before time, yeah. Ryan's injury right yes. at Ryan tore his ACL last mm-hmm. season yeah right. some shit yeah okay now a lot of people look at this situation and go, why the fuck does a corner, especially wife. a corner's wife, mm-hmm. care about the quarterback on the team? I, I care about the entire team. My job was to cover only the Miami Dolphins. That was my job on the radio. 
So you were That's just being radio. honest. I was just being my honest self. I, I was honest about everybody. They don't care if you shit on anybody else. They don't want you to shit on the quarterback. Why? Because that's the moneymaker. That's who sells the tickets. That's who they lie to you about the most. Is the Ryan Tannehill a bottom? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think he's gay. Oh, damn it. I thought no. we had a scoop. All right. That's he's straight. Okay, he's go, straight. go. Okay, so yeah. they, they don't want you to touch the quarterback. You can talk about anybody else, but that's the franchise. Don't you dare talk about the quarterback. Yes. You start talking about the cornerback, mm-hmm. not as a way to protect Brent, Mm-mm. just as an objective viewer. Yes. You thought he was trash. Yeah. Organization is leaning on you. Yes. Organization is leaning on Brent. Yes. Are Brent's teammates fed up with Brent? No, they're actually feeding me information. Oh, on the low. Talk to me. Yes. Talk to me. They're telling me everything. I, I Brent doesn't talk, Brent doesn't really tell me a lot. I, of course, am the weed connect in every city I go in. Of so of course, the guys are hanging out with me, coming over. We smoking weed and we just talking. And I'm like, you know, what do you think about this? When I'm watching the game, all he's doing is checking down. And they're like, yeah, I'm pissed off. Like we can't. We're, that's why he has great numbers because in between the twenties, everybody has real estate there. But when you get in the red zone, that's when you find out if your quarterback is good or not. And that motherfucker can't score any points and that's where the catfish is and he's checking down can you tell that uh checking down is uh you can there's certain routes in the nfl that are guaranteed you can you can get those off on i don't give a fuck how good of a corner you are if somebody runs a three three yard four yard slant there's no way to cover that the patriot uh, offense yeah so you can check it down you just get these little short pass you just keep inching your way down there Mm -hmm. but in the red zone that's where the defense heats up. That's up. when shit gets tight, booty holes get tight, and you got to actually make some plays. And I guess the reason that is, just for people who aren't as familiar with football, is that those corners and safeties that would normally be, be worried about the pass over, over the them, head, they yeah. don't, don't have do that. to because there's the end zone. Everything yes. they get tightened to, up. Yeah, tightened yes. up. Yeah, everything's stuff moved down. in. Yeah, right. So yes. now everybody's held. It's like those those linebackers. They're not worried over the top because mm-hmm. safety got it right there. Yes. Check now, is also like your third option, right? Like you, yes. you're looking at the deep route. You're looking at this route. Now you this, do that. Now again, I go nothing, here. but that was his number one. That was his go to up and down the field until the red zone. Right. You don't get that check down. So we're going. He's going. You know, twenty two for thirty. Putting but up 200, 200 yards, yards and you're like 200 yards and you're like, those look like good numbers, but someone who's nuanced in their ability to watch the game is looking like this dude's trash. It's kind of, we could make an argument, a similar um, situation as uh, uh, Ryan in Atlanta. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan can't score in, a, in the red zone. Um, uh, Matt Ryan is... L- Years ahead of yeah, Ryan Matt Ryan. Fair Ford. enough. He also has I mean, he is, dif- but he has difficulty he is, finishing a job. Well, no. Here's the the only thing that that I think Ryan, Matt Ryan's weakness is his athleticism. Mm. That's his weakness. Mm. You know, he doesn't. He also isn't doesn't throw the ball very far very well. He doesn't have a strong arm. Uh, that's his weakness. Okay, okay, he's okay, okay. he's way more accurate. He actually goes through progressions. He sees things. He just might not have the strength. He can't get it there sometimes. Fair to enough. get it there. That's Their coordinator also sucks. Ryan Tannehill could uh, throw the ball 90 fucking yards, but the shit ain't going to be accurate. <laughs> God, so he's got a cannon, but he's not going to get it there. Yeah, he's okay, a wide okay, receiver okay, okay. playing quarterback. Ah. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. He played wide. When you go to college, yeah. if you come in as a quarterback your freshman year, you, you try out for the job. You might not get it. And they're going to keep you on the bench as a backup quarterback. They put Ryan Tannehill at, at wide receiver. Wide receivers get fucked up. They get hit. 
They don't care about you. Second year, he tries it for the quarterback job. Does not get it. Goes back to wide receiver. Third year, junior year, tries out for the quarterback job. Does not get it. Goes back to wide receiver. The quarterback gets injured halfway through the season. They move him from receiver to quarterback. He finishes the season terribly. The next year, his senior year, he plays a whole year at quarterback. They're 6-6, six and six, lose their Pro Bowl game. And this motherfucker's a lottery draft pick. Played a year and a half of college football at quarterback, and he was a lottery pick. He's a receiver. The reason he's able to take all these hits and shit, because he's been doing been it his whole career. <laughs> the reason he looks faster than other quarterbacks, because he was a receiver. Right. He right, can run right. straight. He ain't a quarterback when they say, oh, he has all these. He's a running quarterback. No, Cam Newton's a running quarterback. Russell Wilson's a running quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a running quarterback. The reason Ryan Tannehill looks like he's a running quarterback is because they're usually just straight line where any of us could fucking do that. If you see real estate in front of you, you ain't never seen Ryan Tannehill juke up. nobody or make a, a stutter step move or nothing like that. Right. No. I had a question about the teammates that are feeding you bad info. Now, I know you good said info. they're feeding you info about <laughs> feeding you info about him yeah. not being good. You, I know you said you think Brent doesn't get the respect he deserves because he's light-skinned. Right. Do you think teammates are harder on a bad white quarterback than a bad black quarterback? Hell no. I'm curious. It's an no. actual question. The black quarterback gets way more shit. From really? teammates, not from, from the team- organization. No. Oh, fans? 100%, I believe it. But teammates, you think, are also hard on a bad black quarterback? Yeah, it's just, it's a stigma. You're black. You should be better than this. <laughs> they've got a they've got a higher the fact expectation. That they even black first yeah. of all, first of all, they don't even allow most most really really good quarterbacks in college end up re- converting to another position because the league doesn't even want. They think that their IQ isn't smart enough to pick up the the playbook, so they don't even want oh. black quarterbacks very much. So if you make it as a black quarterback in the NFL, somebody saw something great in you because they they always come in like Cam Newton. Every black quarterback that comes into the league. There's this thing about their IQ and are they going to be able to pick up the playbook? No one ever questions if a white quarterback is going to be able to pick up the playbook ever. Right. Ever. Well, right. I also think part of that is I just assume he's not athletic. Well, I, I, yeah, I think the assumption is this guy's so unathletic, he must have something go for, going for <laughs> That's him. That's literally what That's I think. That's his IQ. I, so I think it's equally prejudice, it's, just yeah. in the other way. I see what you're it's saying. It's like, this guy's so pathetic physically, he must be smart. This guy must be a gym rat. He knows all the plays, because look at him. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Kosar, remember him in Madden? The oh dude walked like he had no, no knees. Yeah. Like you couldn't even do turn. On him. That's it. Yeah. Straight leg. Stilts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Miami, you're getting this information. You're talking about this information. People are hearing about the organization hates it, but the players are not no. against Brent. No. That was my concern. I was like, would the team turn on Brent and be Mm-mm. like, why are you tearing us apart? They're actually like, in why is this motherfucker room, a quarterback? When he was in the locker room, there was, a, I have the video. I have to find it for you. There was a video of them like berating Brent, the media, in the locker room. Like, how do you feel about everything your wife says about the quarterback? And the whole team is around him singing songs, yelling loud so that they can't even hear the Get the, the question interview. off. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. They have his back 100%. <gasps> and do the players feel like in a way you had their back and yes. you were airing their grievances. Yes, I was not just airing that quarterback stuff. I was airing other things that was going on as well in the locker room certain, while certain people weren't getting stats. For example, uh, Brian, Brian Hartline, he was their Brian um, Tannehill's number one target for two years in a row. He was the number one guy he threw the ball to. Next thing you know, Ryan, uh, Brian Hartline is under contract. He Now he needs a, a contract for next year. They froze him out. They wouldn't give him the ball. They started saying he was getting slower. He was bad. It was 
wasn't true. They just didn't want to pay him. So when a team knows, this goes back to the conversation earlier. So when a team knows they're not going to win. They start shitting on people. Now, is the quarterback aware of that? Yes. So this is why, let me ask this question. Do they protect the quarterback in the media because the quarterback is- Knows all the secrets. The quarterback, the quarterback is a snitch. Yes, the he's quarterback, cooperating with the feds. Well, let me tell you why Yo, do you the think quarterbacks the quarterbacks are the Why do you think the quarterback is the only one that makes all that money? No one else gets paid like a quarterback. No one. They're they're, they're on the inside. You are working for the organization. Yes, you are part of that organization. Yes, you are we, the face of the organization. Usually. And you know what I need you to do, Ryan? Don't throw that ball to, to Heartline because we you got, know what. We ain't going to win this year. We ain't going to go to the Super Bowl this year, but I can't be paying Heartline next year. Next year, you give it to them when we get them nice and cheap. Yeah. Is there a resentment from players to the quarterback? Absolutely. Couldn't couldn't quarterbacks, I'm not saying you're wrong, but couldn't they also just get paid? Because if the Packers lose Aaron Rodgers, it's like, damn near like LeBron leaving. Like, they're done. They're not winning games. They'll get paid for that. But what I'm talking about is... is They follow the protocol, 100%. They're a part of the organization, whereas the players are part of the team. If they tell you that they don't want this person to flourish anymore, and you start throwing that ball over there, you're in trouble. So Ryan Tannehill is like a house slave? He's a house slave, essentially. And he should be, because he shouldn't even be starting on any team in the NFL. He should be happy. I would have yeah, been I just had to pick a specifically white one yeah, for that for that, yeah, for that You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. I looked up. So, <laughs> so they're all, they're all, they're, I'm going to use a less race based one. <laughs> they're all the feds. They're all cooperating. Yes. This Whitey Bulger type shit. Yes. Yeah, you out there doing the street stuff, but on the other ear, you talking to FBI. Yep. And making sure that they protect you. Yes. And when is a contract year? We not going to this guy thirty times a game or twenty times a game. No, you we can can't afford that. Looks. Yes, we can't afford that. Let's go somewhere else. Yes, are players savvy of this? They are now. They didn't used to be. I open when I started talking about it on the radio, talking about it on my podcast. Players started listening. They started like, oh shit! They started figuring it out. Some players are still dumb to it until it happens to them. Like who? A lot. A like lot who's of players been fucked over by this, like truly. Right? Um, John Abraham. No, no, I'm talking about. You can't fuck guys. over a corner. The only yeah. thing you can do to a corner is say he's a bum or not give right. him highlights when he does great. Okay. But like John Abraham, perfect example. Who he was, was a defensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. and he had a. Um, you have a contract, and then you also have um, bonuses in your contract. Right. So let's say if you get ten sacks that year, you get an extra million dollars. If it's third and nine, sub. John Abraham, come here. Put another lineman in. Because third and nine is sack passing time. Down. Sack it's time. a passing down. There's of no course, question. Obviously. Yet. So it's like, and now John John does isn't aware of this. He's not like, why He's the not fuck fig- do you keep Yeah, he can't yet? figure it out. I, I told him about it. <laughs> I'm just fascinated that more people, especially players, aren't aware of the coincidence. They cannot say anything. You become a locker room cancer. They will get the fuck rid of you if you start telling their secrets. All this stuff I'm saying, no one is saying it because the players cannot. And then when they retire, most of these players are trying to get a job with the NFL or if they have some type of football (sighs) camp or something, the NFL donates all their uniforms to them and they say, you shut it up. You be a good little nigger now. <laughs> you you keep your mouth closed on the bad things that happen to you. We're going to keep looking out for you. Wow. 
That's why you see Chris Carter's bitch ass who you, who was an avid drug user and, and, and doing all types of crime. And now he's got a la- mic on his lapel and he's all here. I can't believe these players are getting DUIs and doing coke. You're risking your career and did it shut the fuck up. You did the same thing. It just wasn't any social media back then. Really? What did he do back then? Coke, no, he, gives, he, was, he gives talks and stuff though. Like yeah. he was a drug addict. He was My a drug was addict, addict, but he is a big, he one of the guys that is, does whatever they tell him to say. You got to come when we, when we come down on one of these players and we're trying to get rid of him and make him look bad, you got to get on the mic and you got to make him look bad. So you got to say how bad he's doing and how he should have never done that. Michael Irvin, another little coke snorting fool, always got something to say about somebody that gets caught with drugs. So you, so if you oh, yeah, are the voice of the now. player, mm-hmm. I'm the voice. You, you're saying that Irvin and Carter are the, are the voices voice of, of the, the organization, the and yes. the league tells Irvin and Carter whatever the fuck to say. I would say eighty percent in terms of, of commentators their opinions on what happens. Yes. They, so they're using them as a mouthpiece. Yes, and it's a convenient mouthpiece because, like, here are two black men. Played. Uh, that, that played they were exceptional and if they agree with the league yes. then the league must not be that bad Deion Sanders let's just say allegedly uh, hold on to, yeah, allegedly yeah, yeah, go on, go on, everything's go on. alleged yeah, everyone you going at go, Irvin, go, 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 I'm gonna go, go at Irvin go, go, and this go, ain't go. alleged this happened right <laughs> here this happened keep going, to me keep going stop interrupting so um, Deion Sanders has a show 21 21st and prime whatever he always has the corner the best corners on in the league yes. on the show he's never once asked my husband to be on his show so we go to the pro bowl and Dion is is doing the draft him they're doing the draft now at the, at the pro bowl yes. where you're not just on an NFC team and you're not you get drafted yeah, right so um he's telling we see him in the in the elevator and he's telling Brill like man the shit you do I have never seen anybody oh, fucking God, do yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. you do you're fucking incredible you're this and that and so I say oh so you're gonna draft him early you're gonna draft him first like oh yeah i'm gonna get my guy he's fucking best he's this and third he doesn't even draft brent at all he drafts all these other corners before him we see his ass again later on that week because you know there for like eight mm-hmm. days yeah. he tried to high five brent i blocked the high five <laughs> <laughs> i was like watch out dog watch out and he was like what's wrong with you i was like you didn't even draft him he was like well i had to get my guys i said what do you mean you had to get your guys he's like well we have our own little crew you know our db crew and we like i mentor these guys and i have to draft them i have to pick them because they're my guys and i you know i talk about them like they have like a cult where he is only going to big up the people that he's told i guess to big up whoever like sherman peterson uh uh, revis they were all in this crew with Dion, and that's the only players Dion ever talked about at that time who were the best and i said you never you and brent's face beating his dick telling him how great he is but behind closed doors you never talk about how great he is you never yeah. bring up all these incredible plays you've never seen anybody do I watch your show how come you never put him up on the screen how come you never highlight him why do you think because it's Brent is not one of the guys he's not they don't want him to be a household name he went to Shippensburg they can't fucking promote Shippensburg University you have to go to a big school you have to be drafted high and you gotta sell tickets most people that went to a major university, it, Richard Sherman went to Stanford, wherever these guys went, their fan base comes with them. The alumni comes to whatever mm. NFL team they go to, and that's how they get the fan base. Mm. Hey, we've got one of your guys here. He's the best. He's this. Richard Sherman been getting cooked his whole career, but nobody ever saw it because they never showed the highlight. Soon as he started going pro black and started talking about Black Lives Matter and the police isn't there, that's when you start seeing Richard Sherman get getting cooked. cooked. Oh. Yep. Yep. 
They made him so a household name. Richard and when Sherman, he stopped following the, the, the rules of, of just being a kept company man on the field, that's when they started showing his his low lights. And that's when they got wanted to get rid of him. And that's when they made him uh, tear his ACL. Well, he did that because it just <laughs> shit happens. Who are the other company men in the league right now? You mean, what do you mean? The perfect examples of like, they, they side with whatever the NFL says. And because of that, they get tons of uh, Odell's exposure. one of them. He's a company man yeah. for the league. Yeah, he needs the, sh- the showboat and the shenanigans have to happen. That sells tickets. They love it and then they try to persecute him for it afterwards. When they start pe- seeing people saying, oh, well, it's going too far. But they love it. They fucking love Odell. He is he is the face almost of the NFL right now. Who else? Um, that's a great example of Sherman. I mean, some people might say, well, now he's older and that's why he's getting cooked. But you are saying he's been getting cooked his entire career. Yes. And we just started you have finding never, you out will about never it see now. It. You will never see it on a highlight. You, you would have never seen it. The second he went Black Lives Matter, now all of a sudden he's getting burned at practice. You think Jalen... practice. You think Jalen Ramsey's a company guy? No. Not yet. When he get that contract after the rookie deal, probably mm. will be. Now, how do these guys become company men? Does, does somebody the money. At, no, no, but does somebody at the NFL explain to them how this works? Yes, they're probably their agent says, hey, if you want to get paid, if you want to be the face of this franchise, we, we've got to just, you know, say some things that they want said. Keep, don't be a just locker room distraction or a cancer. You got to kind of go with the flow of everything. And then that's they, how you get paid. And they go, you're going to get 60 mil. Yeah. And we're going to, you're going to be in Super Bowl commercials. You're going to be, your family's yeah. going to be good. You're going to get chunky soup commercials. You're going to fucking get uh, Sprite commercials. You're going to get all types of video game commercials. You're going to get everything when you're the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. As soon as you start saying some real shit, they're done with you. <sighs> done with you. Another company, man. Is Dak? Oh, <laughs> the ultimate. Really? The ultimate. What do you mean? Um, just the fact that he just, even when his, his slave master said, if anybody kneels, you know, you're going to get kicked off this team. First of all, they need Dak more than they need anybody on that fucking team. Right. And that was a perfect opportunity for you to just say nothing. Instead, you went out of your way to make a statement in favor of the owner who's saying disrespectful things about people like you and that look like you and saying, oh, well, I think it's right. I think we shouldn't talk about these things. I don't I don't see any problems with the police. I think people, you know, that people are getting arrested and getting killed because they're doing crime. He's right. And we shouldn't be kneeling the game. No one comes to the game to see kneeling. They don't want to hear about your protesting. Yet you hear about breast cancer. You hear about uh, uh, military appreciation. They have all these things that they can put on and do and make make you aware of. But you can't make people aware of what's happening to black people. So Dak, you think is definitely a company. I think he just said stand for the anthem. I don't remember any of the other stuff. Oh, he said way more than that. You can Google it. He said way more than that. I mean, I everybody I hates Google that it. motherfucker. Really? Players? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. No one can come out and say it. But yeah, he did some the most disrespectful shit ever. What did he do? He, he talked in favor of the owner. You can just be quiet. Uh, you can just be quiet or you can be the ultimate company man and, and agree with the owner. His own teammates don't like him. Nah. Really? Not the real ones. Not the, the nah. Not for that. No. That's exactly what happened to Derek Carr. Why Derek Carr fell is because he his he had there's the offensive line is essentially a white position. 
It's one of the whitest positions in the NFL. Probably the only one, honestly, that's dominated by white players outside of quarterback. Oh, that don't count. (laughs) Punter. (laughs) So when Dak, when Derek Carr had a all black defensive line, offensive line. Guy who puts that blue thing over you when you're injured. Oh yeah, that. these are the white positions. <laughs> <laughs> when Derek Carr, Back Philip, Philip, when, please put that blue thing over Cam. When the <laughs> Cheeto in the front office called black players that are kneeling sons of bitches, yeah, the off the offensive line of the Oakland Raiders wanted to kneel as a group, and you are nothing without your quarterback. The offensive line. Of on, the o- Oakland Raiders, 100% black. So first time I've seen that. It's very rare that a yes. offensive line is black. So if you're kneeling as an offensive line, you know who should kneel with you? Your quarterback. You know why? Why? You protect him. Ooh. You are the only reason he's breathing. That is your wall. That's your wall. Mm-hmm. He, they got in a physical fight in the locker room, in Washington Redskins locker room, because he was telling them... To not kneel. No, none of you guys Derek are kneeling. Derek Carr is telling his black line not, not to, to kneel. kneel. And not only not to kneel, that he's not kneeling with them. And then next game. He hasn't been right since. He got sacked about eight times. He's been getting his ass fucked the up. The immigrants were crossing the border. Yes. <laughs> he was getting, he's been getting fucked up ever since then. He hasn't even, he's, they, have, they were on the road to a Super Bowl that year. He has, they have not been anything close to it since then. Now, is the offensive line ever concerned that by letting him get touched, it could hurt their career and their future contracts. Um, I don't think they cared at that moment. I honestly feel like it was rage. It was anger because he's already people have already questioned whether he's a racist. You know, he follows Trump. He he's uh, one of those. Oh, oh, uh, uh, make America great again. Motherfuckers. Really? He's a hardcore Christian. He doesn't believe that police are murdering black people. He believes black people are just committing more crime. And this is what happens. His brother is the same way. His dad's the same way. If you follow them on social media, they're all very, very, very pro-conservative GOP running motherfuckers. And so when he did that, you're like, like I said, if your offensive line kneels, I don't give a fuck what you believe in. You should have kneeled. And his his career ain't been the same since. He got fucked up so many times. He got injured quite a few this times. This week, him and Gruden were going at it. Did yeah. you see that? They yeah. were like yeah, screaming at each I'm other. I'm telling on the line. you, it's they because no one likes him. No one wants to play with him anymore. Is they he in the contract here? No. no, no. He got paid. He got, he got paid, big time. Yeah. Right? He got paid. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is so fascinating that the that the quarterback is the feds. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is interesting. Involves with the the organization and. They are complacent. Not only complacent, complicit. They are complicit. sorry, complicit. They are complicit mm-hmm. with reducing the value of players on their own fucking team, dude. That is because nuts. the win is in the money. Let me give you another reason why. So a GM oh. comes in. A GM comes in for a team. Imagine you're a GM. So a real and quick you, point about Dak, to your point actually, Jerry Jones came out this week and was like, Dak is, I wouldn't trade two first round picks for Dak. Dak is going to get an extension. Yes. And all the fans in Dallas, I still listen to the ticket, Dallas Sports Radio, they were just like, why? Why? Why, why? why, why? Say that? Why yeah. are you saying that now? Wait a year at best. Two first rounders? We would yeah. all take two first rounders right. for Dak. Everybody would. But that is to your point of Dak had their back. Yes. He's a company man. So your GM, his job is to draft 
and bring in players to help you win. If this is a perfect example as to why Brent never played. Brent was undrafted. If Brent comes in and is playing better than the guys he drafted, the owner says, Ooh. what do I need, I need you, you for? You don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. So they won't play a guy who wasn't drafted or who they didn't draft or sign way more because they look like they failed. And now, instead of saying, you know what? I fucked this one up. This guy's going to help us win. The GM will say, no, nah, I'm not playing Dude. him because I look like I've, I don't know what I'm doing. Holy shit. Girl Code. The TV show. Uh-huh. Developed by MTV2 mm-hmm. when it was a channel. Played on MTV. Right. Massively successful. You see I've these, always wanted to be on there. You would have been great. So bad. But you yeah. see these you see these girls. I mean, I was on it, but you see these girls especially becoming like pseudo celebs, like like shutting down malls, you mm-hmm. know, like Carly Aquilino, a friend of ours. Anytime you saw a girl shut, with orange hair, that was Carly. It, it was yeah. but shut down a mall. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like fucking famous. But it was developed by MTV two. Mm. It's getting success on MTV. MTV starts going. Well, we have people here who create shows, GMs. Mm-hmm. We can't have this other little channel making the shows that are popular Happen. on our network. Don't program it, meaning don't put it on. Yeah. Put it on every once in a while. They fucking sabotage that show that was killing it for yeah. them to protect their own, own jobs yep. as creators. And this is happening in at the, the fucking NFL. highest levels at the NFL yes. as well. Quarterbacks are snitching or quarterbacks are the feds. GMs GMs are looking out for themselves. Are only looking out for themselves. So they keep their job. And part of their job is getting players to sign cheap. So they're burying certain players. (laughs) They're making certain players look shittier so they can re-sign them for for less money. Their organizations are holding on to criminal information. Yes. Protecting players. Yes. For criminal information information yes yes. right just so that they can release it right around contract time not because you care about how a player treats his wife or does drugs or anything like that but so you can get a few million knocked off yep on a contract I mean these teams are worth billions of dollars they're greedy for ill shit to be going on doesn't not make sense. I, I, you know yeah. what I mean? I think that makes a lot. Yeah, like uh, the yeah. Cowboys are worth five billion dollars, and, and, and they corporate still espionage. Greedy. And they're still fucking. That's greedy. how rich people stay rich. Yeah, that's, that yeah. is how. That is every billion dollar corporation is going to be like that. Yeah, dude, I am just like this is wild. This is this is like insider trading. Like this, yes. this on a corporate level would be looked at as illegal. Yes. Mm-hmm. This would be... It is illegal. It should be. The things that they're doing... There's, there's a word for this. In, it's insider trading in in uh, the you know, stock market, Wall Street. But within other companies, these would be like HR violations. Like yes. if, if my contract is contingent on a certain level of sales for my job, but you stop allowing me to sell when I get to a, a certain point, yeah. that's a conflict of interest right there. There must be some sort of like, a, you know, work rule, relations. But they make their own rules. Just like they pay the cheerleaders seventy five dollars a game. Yeah, but that's they're useless. They're, <laughs> I mean, they're really you know, they're, people keep making this then, point. Then and don't if you even got have them. Cheerleaders, nobody would notice. Then don't have them. That's don't have them doing nude happening. photo shoots for your season ticket well, holders. They're not nude, so but don't disappoint. They're us. topless. <laughs> but here's the thing: one hundred percent. Where are these topless, topless ones? Yeah. 
Oh, you guys are so lost and blind. It's not going to be on social like, media. Oh, but I am not lost when it comes to naked women. They, they, this is a very known fact that they do these topless photo shoots and the season, the people that have the season tickets for 10 years or they get invited, do you don't get to do video and none of that stuff, but they get to watch. Yeah. Yeah, they did it, and there was a couple like things that they did were potentially creepy, but at the same time, these girls use this as a credit. If you're a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, you're going to be able to like get these dancing gigs in other places. Mm-hmm. You do all these appearances. You get invited to all. They like a lifestyle. You know, I remember the Knicks dancers used the to- the original Instagram thoughts. They are. <laughs> they are. But it, yeah. you don't get to tweet what you want. You don't get to, they control your social media. Who's everything. reading the hot girl's Twitter? Yeah. No, I'm saying they, it's, <laughs> it's, it's talking freedom. For what? It's freedom of speech. We <laughs> should all have choice. that. That's your choice. Once you get for a certain job. dollars an hour, I wish the fuck I would. So you won't, but some yeah. girls will. Right, some girls clearly. Want to, I mean, like, don't act like you love dancing, and that's why you're doing it for dancing. You don't get to dance. You just shake the pom-poms that's in the, the air and then do a fucking thousands of people split. audition. They're they're gonna keep paying you seventy five dollars. Yeah, you want to raise the price? Nobody audition. You don't do anything. I'm fine with them paying them nothing. You do nothing. <laughs> You're nobody's watching the game for the cheerleaders. The only reason cheerleaders are cool is if you fuck one, you get to tell your friends. That's the only <laughs> thing that makes them cool. If you fucking Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, you're like, oh, I did that. Boom. That's a credit. And it's, and it's, it's a credit. credit too. It's a dick credit. Put on the belt. A dick credit. Oh, it's in the shot. Oh, oh careful your phone. Yeah. Sorry. So, okay. I Rap, a, I have, oh, wrapping this, just getting getting towards the end because we've been going. I could go on forever about this. You, you, you're you're in you're in Miami. Mm-hmm. Dolphins contract. They, it's about to be over. They it's start putting out bad press about Brent, saying, "Oh, he's getting older. We can't pay him the rest of that contract because he's kind of slowing down. He's Everything 32. that we've been saying mm-hmm. about other players now is starting to apply to Brent. Correct. But you've seen the game yes. you've seen it from the inside mm-hmm. and you're aware of what's happening correct so your goal is get him off this team now <laughs> it's not let me resign it's not anything it's i actually want you to think i'm such a pain in the ass you wanted the dolphins to think that miko grimes is such a pain in the fucking ass thorn in their side that it's not even worth it for them to have brent on the team because if they don't wish to re-sign brent they don't sour his name in the streets correct Right? Uh, yes. See what I'm saying? So if like they only sour your name, they'll sour if they want your name. you. Sign you, yes. Yeah. The, the player, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like they, they're only releasing the image of Odell with the coke because they want him, Odell. Well, and yeah, if, if they thought Odell was trash, right? If they thought Odell couldn't play, they well, would they, love it if he was on another team, especially yeah. in the division. Yeah. If they truly thought that you could, if you that Brent couldn't play anymore, you'd be calling up your biggest rival, like you know he's got some years left. I wish I could sign him. Yeah. And then you cook him every single time the team is yeah. met. So your goal is get him released with no interest from the Miami Dolphins, correct? So they don't sour him, and we still have enough leverage. They shit on me. Shit on you. You take not the, Brent. You take the arrows. Yes. You're the pain in the ass. Yes. And all of us are looking at this, myself included, like, this fucking girl is costing him money. How is he still with her? How is he not divorcing her? Why is another team going to put up with this? What the fuck is going on? They tried to make him take a pay cut. He, he was they, he was due $16 million. Mm-hmm. They don't want to give it to him. They said, we'll give you one year, $4 million. And what'd you say? Go fuck yourself. You giving me? Zero. <laughs> we want nothing. We want off the team. And they're like, no, he's going to sign here. 
take the four million. No one else is going to give it to him. I said, we'll figure that out when you release him. They had to release. They don't have to release him. Mm-hmm. They can hold him until June. When and at June, no one has any money to give him. That's right, because right, right. you've already given up. It's already Ooh. given Free out. Agencies. So I told Brent I needed seventy two hours. I needed him to remove the muzzle. I need seventy two <laughs> hours. It's like a Patrice joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need seventy two hours to go buck wild and get you out. He goes, They're not going to do it. I don't care what you say, they're not going to do it. I said, What you want to bet? And he goes, well, whatever you do, if you do shit on them really bad, another team's not going to assign me because of you. And I said, let me worry about that. Okay, so what's the strategy? The strategy real is quick, to- Real quick question. Do they try to get at Brett like, yo, like, do they try to come between the marriage? Yes. Yes. Okay. They told him to get rid of me. Why are you even staying with her? She's bad for your business. You're such a nice guy. Like, you're nothing like her. Okay. You're so great. You're so yeah. nice. Everyone loves you. Who in the organization told him to divorce you? They didn't say divorce me. They just were putting bugs out and saying what how bad I am for his reputation, how no one's going to sign. You sure you want to be with her? You sure you want this on your resume? Because if they could drive the wedge, then they can manipulate Brent. They know they can't manipulate Brent yeah. with you. Nope. Okay, so now you say, I want the muzzle off for 72 hours. Yes. What is the strategy? To destroy the front office, the GM, the owner, the quarterback. Okay, Specific targets. Yes, specific people. And why will destroying them get you released? Get because him released? those because the things that I would say will be so true they want it to stop. And the only way it stops is if you cut get what him. you want, which is him cut. Cut. Okay. So are you what leaking are you leaking news? What yes. do you say? I'm leaking uh, that Ryan Tannehill was shitting on the uh, practice squad players and saying this. that they were, you guys only make this much money. I make this much money. You know, I'm leaking that he, um, they forced him and Brian Hartline to still be friends after he wouldn't throw him the ball. They had this routine they did coming out of the locker room every single game the whole time they played there. Brian Hartline hated his fucking guts, but they, they made them do this whole for image, perception. For perception of the, the fan base. They stood in the, lo- in the tunnel, him, Brian. Brian Hartline and Matt Moore and they had this little brotherhood thing where they did this little dapping and they walk out together. It's corny. It's all fake. It's for all the perception fake of the for the franchise, perception of the everybody franchise. Everybody looks good. And every single person on the team wanted Matt Moore to play. They petitioned multiple times to get Brian Tannehill benched. They went to the coaches multiple times. Yeah. Um, they also told certain players like the safeties that if they're running cover two or something, don't help Brent. Let him get beat. So that we can make his salary less. Yes, I was telling. Oh, I remember you telling me this. So they were saying this is early, but I want to get to the seventy-two hours. They were trying to sabotage him. They were trying to sabotage Brent. So they were telling safeties not to cover him. Right, right. right. Have his back. Don't. Yeah, don't help. Right, don't help. Right. So. He gets beat once, yeah, and he's yelling at the safety, and he's going, "Why don't you have my back? Why don't you have my back?" How did he? uh, You told him. I said, yo, these motherfuckers are not going to have your back. They're looking out for self. They're trying to make you look bad. As an organization, you, it's time to leave. It's time so, to get the fuck out so of here. What, so I started airing all this. So people were no, like, but before how that, is this happening? You yeah, tell yeah, Brent, listen, the they're game. not going to have your back. So don't I said, don't, dig. don't anticipate that safety being there. We You're out. on your own by yourself for the rest of the Island. season. Island. All, don't even think for a second you in no coverage except zero and then and then he shuts shit down yes right he, it took so him a the, while to figure the, out the that I was telling games, the truth yes the first why he games. always takes a while because he doesn't want to believe people are that horrible he really thinks the best in everyone yeah, he's half white yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes us a little you know what I mean yeah. it's not immediate and he figured it out and so I started airing it out and telling the fans everything that was going on there's there's this black side where you're like there's a conspiracy against you and this black side is like oh I believe 
believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's possible. Yeah. Like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> so it took 48 hours. Okay, real quick. Before they, that, just, just to lead up to it, his teammates are selling him down the river as well because they don't have his back. Correct. First few games, he's getting torched and you're and he's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. You see it. Mm-hmm. He switches it up, finishes the season strong. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was literally, he had to deny what his coaches were telling Correct. him. His coaches would be like, hey, go for that if you this see the- This one eye. coach who was telling him this, they're still friends to this day. I fucking hate that coach's guts. I hate him. And who Prince, is it? Coach Lou- Okay. He coached the Giants now, and I, we loved him. We were like family with him, right. and he was one of the people that sabotaged Brent. And he was like trying to apologize, saying they told me I had I had to keep my job. He still got fired in that same year of anyway. You're get fired. You know, and wow. so I, I'm not forgiving. And Brent's like, I forgave him. Like you know, he was just doing his job. Fuck him. Forty eight hours in, they you cut say Brent. They cut Brent. Twenty four hours later, sixteen two year. Sixteen and a half million dollar contract. That's the guarantee with all. That's guaranteed. All guaranteed with Tampa Bay. Yes. Twenty four hours later, muzzles back on. Back on. <laughs> <laughs> How old? Thirty three. Thirty three years old. Yes. Two year deal with Tampa 16 Bay. Sixteen and a half guaranteed. Sixteen and a half guaranteed. Goes through both years. Both years. You're ready That's to retire. All the, ready to retire. And then they come back and say one more. Give a. 35 years old. 35 years old. He got his 10 million contract, but only seven's guaranteed. Three okay. million are incentives that are very attainable. It's not a bullshit uh, incentive-based contract with a lot of these sometimes are. Yeah, correct. So he's he's going to guarantee probably get eight and a half of it. Beautiful. The rest Which you're happy is, with. Yes. That's what you've been making yes. the last few years is eight yes. and a half million a year around. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've been quiet. I think you kind of like Tampa Bay. I've been quiet because they are people of their word. They don't shit on my husband. They haven't been disrespecting him. You know, they they don't. He's older. They could have easily been pulling the whole the card of him being trash as there. But what they know is, since he's been to Tampa Bay, this is the least amount of targets he's ever gotten in his career. So now around the league, quarterbacks. Or at least it's always been known amongst quarterbacks. Maybe yeah. the NFL hasn't promoted it. Maybe you haven't but seen on ESPN. But offensive coordinators of other teams, they, they know. know. Stay away from that guy. You can still beat them, even if you stay away from him. And you have the numbers to prove it in terms of yes. targets and all that kind of yes. shit. Yes, and this is what pisses me off about that PFF shit. They have Brent rated like a terrible cornerback. Cor- but here's essentially what happens. He'll get two balls a game. There'll be a seven-yard route, a three-yard route. Both caught. So now it looks like every he ball get, he gets, they don't say caught. how many. They just say pro football. Hundred weird thing where like I follow all these like football dorks who fucking swear by it. Yep. So I just kind of believe them. But I'm always like, none of us know what any of this means. No, you we don't, don't even, know how they come up with this number. Chris yes. Collinsworth co-owns it. Yeah. that's why they always pump it. And this is a thing on NBC football. Yeah, you'll always talk about PFF ratings. PF, yeah, pro football focus has him. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's like a thing. That's not even. It's a thing. That's out there. So people when you see that, that and you go, well, if people are completely Completing a hundred, I think it's something like eighty percent of their passes on Brent. Why aren't they throwing more? They only throw the ball they know they can get. Three yard, yeah, six, six yard, six yard. That's it. It's a seven. It's a seven yard catch when you're third and ten. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, that's a stop. But they don't throw. No, he hasn't gotten a deep ball. He's. I've seen one bad play of him this whole season, and it was Julio Jones. He got him on a double move. That's the only play this entire season where I've seen him get beat on some where he was and guessing. Julio will be beating people. Yeah. Who he was so guessing, he was gambling. Hugh Julio, A B, yeah. even Odell, like all right. Yeah. Add your name to the list. Yeah. You know so, I mean? so, but yeah, but yeah, essentially, 
Odell got no, they didn't throw the ball one time when Brim was on Odell yesterday. Not one single time. Not one. Every time he got a ball, it was on the other side or in the slot or something. So is, is, um, is Brent not playing a wide receiver? He's playing a side of the field? Yes. Is that the setup that they have over there? Yes, he's on a side of the traveling. field. Right. Not traveling. They didn't pay. I, we told them you didn't pay for travel. Really? <laughs> yeah, you didn't pay for travel. You because told him or he told him? I told him. Who's the agent now representing? Is it basically Me. you? Yeah. Is there an no, actual agent? Oh, yes, CAA. Yeah, okay. but I do a lot of speaking for Brent. Yeah, especially even in contracts. Yes, absolutely. I was just so excited to bring you on. I mean, I'm like blown away by this story, and I've even heard pieces of the story, but I think it's such an interesting, and again, you're like a big football fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Did I discourage you? Did I hurt you? No, no, you know it's fucked. Like, I understand this is the most brutal game. There are no guaranteed contracts. These guys are killing themselves. I always have this weird thing where I'm like, look, I feel bad that I watch, but I love it, so I'm going to keep watching. I'm not And as a fan, same thing. Yeah, like, I'm not Like, for, yeah, you know, no. they gave him a second round tender. I know this guy, his life could, his career could end, right. and then he's got to live on this. Mo- I still love the game. I'm, it's I'm, like, I'm talking more like not your appreciation of the game. That's that what I'm trying that to get. That it's cheating. Like, knowing knew, that your best receiver doesn't get the ball not, because of a contract. Even, How do you feel? Not even that. Like, is this eye-opening to you? Like, like this being exposed to me, I was blown the fuck away. It all made sense to me because I knew. So what she's saying is a good team or a competitive team isn't going to say, Hey, let's not give this good player the ball, Right. but a bad team. It makes perfect sense. We'll get a higher draft pick. Yes. This guy can go get his money. We don't need to pay him. Yes. We'll get our great quarterback system. will be whatever new coach, but I get, it makes perfect sense. Football is the shadiest. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have any, I was hoping you'd be excited and like everybody be like, Oh my God, blown away. But it's fine. Yeah. I (laughs) guess guess it's just me. She asked if I was like, like, as, as I, as I started to learn the inside of the game, it's made me really hate it. It really has because I feel sorry for. I don't want. I don't want anybody to hate football. If you love football, love it. That's how she hates it because she married to a guy in it. I ain't married if to nobody. If I didn't know football, what I knew, I, I would. I would love it. I wouldn't understand. And this is another. The worst part about the NFL. This is about the game. Is this on Monday? They might come in and lift weights and watch film. Tuesday is the only day off. That's right. When you come in on Wednesday. Whatever you're going to do on Sunday has already been decided without your permission, without your clearance, without your question or anything. So when you come in on Wednesday and they say, okay, we're playing the Giants this week. Here's how we're going to guard them on defense. And you're like, uh, I've been playing against Odell. I've been playing against Eli all these years. I think we should, uh, we didn't ask you. So here's what we're going to do. They have no say so. The game plan has already been decided on Wednesday. They just practice it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This game plan. Saturday's a walkthrough. Sunday's the game. You don't get a say. They're playing Madden. They are you're you could be so much better if you allowed the players to have an input. I agree on I agree on a surface level. I also have to respect that there are an incredible amount of moving parts That's what I was gonna, exactly on a team. Gonna but you should still have a like Brent yes, Grimes, thirty five year old year thirteen yes, year vet should yes. have a say. So but he's seen a lot here's of reps. Thing, not everybody's Brent. And I think what happens in the league, and maybe it isn't happening for Brent, but it does happen with certain players. They will have some say so. They will have a coach's ear, and they will have some. No, they don't. Yeah, quarterbacks do. That's the only position. And no, what about a a, a linebacker? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I bet you the middle linebacker. No. You were saying Ray Lewis didn't have a say. Did on not that have Ravens a defense. fucking say. You know what he had a say on? What? Sometimes he freelanced, and the reason you get to do that is if you make the play. But there's a there's already you're supposed to do this, motherfucker. I see it with that many people. It's just like. 
it's like it's like war in a certain extent. It's like you have you know four hundred people that are going to battle. Yeah, you'd like to ask a few of them what they think it would be like, but maybe it's easier if you just go, hey, everybody follow this plan just for efficiency. I understand that. Could they get something from Brent? Undeniably. Certain players, not everyone. I'm saying there yes. should be certain players let in on this in this game Real plan. talk, that's what Tuesday could be. It could yes. be a phone call with Brent. And maybe the teams that are wildly efficient, maybe the teams that do things well. Possibly have somebody, because we've been on trash teams since we left the Falcons. Except the Bucks. They ain't good. They trash. I know. I'm trying to get, make Brent. No, money. they're <laughs> trash too. But like maybe, maybe a, I don't know. Maybe a man, Patriots seem like they have their thing down. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe these young coaches. I, that's what I think. I think these young coaches need to start taking over like Sean and McVay. changing, Sean the, McVay, changing yeah. the game, changing training camp. Why the fuck do they literally beat the fuck out of them yeah. for four weeks and then say go play 16 games? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Like, I feel like training camp should be the learning part. You shouldn't, you should work out. They never, like, actually work out. They just oh play football. We got to get out of here. I mean, how long this episode, Alex? I mean, Three we, hours? Uh, we, we 248. Could, 248. We could talk forever about this. Before yes. we got here, I want some quick hits. Okay. What's that? Yeah. Um, I have, like, a question of, like, yeah, uh, most ask, 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 ask. Yeah. So, like, we have an idea where this is in basketball. But now that you're here, where do the hoes sit in football? That's a great question. Ooh. Well, I will tell you this. That's um, a great question. A Alex. home, a home game. Mm-hmm. There is a family section. Okay. The hoes will be in the family section. They will not. Yes, they With will. With the family. Yes, what? they will. That's crazy. Kids? Kids? Yeah. Just looking at hoes that my father they is. don't look like hoes at the game. No, no. What hose I'm trying to say hose. is like. Will that guy's wife and that guy's hoe be in the same section? Correct. Oh. And that guy's wife is okay with it? She don't know. And she's not even asking questions every time? They're all, most of the wives are like, they know who they are from Instagram and social media. Like, I wonder which one of them is fucking this hoe. Oh. And it's probably your man. Your man. Huh. Have yeah. you ever been worried about that? No. Mm-mm. Because you're, you're just okay with it? No, it's really because- I thought Brent, you was a queen. It doesn't make me feel him. that way. What do you mean by that? He begs me to go to the games, home and road. I go to every single game. No, I'm talking about with the side chicks. I don't sit in the family section. Gotcha. All no, they want to do is talk the whole game. Is there any worry about you with side chicks? Mm, no, I be sometimes I want to bring them home. Just you know. So your strategy is <laughs> she's you just really the best she's, athlete know, wife. Like, this like, is, this crazy. is you taking all the fun out of cheating. You're like, <laughs> now let's do this together. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna do it, fucking why can't I join in? That's unfair. Okay, quick hits, and then we got to get out of here because this has been our longest episode. But I think it I was love you guys. Though. The Appreciate most fascinating, fuck. just fucking story. What a story. Um, why is Drew Brees not mentioned with? Uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the GOAT conversation. This guy is how old now? 35. No, he's 40 40 years old. Yes, he is. He's he's my favorite quarterback. I know this, and that's why I ask you. And you and and Brent Brent and him have a good relationship, right? Because Brent be locking his ass down. Yes. Yes, they have a great relationship. It was awkward when I got with Brent knowing that Drew Brees was my favorite quarterback. But I think that... um, That's why he locked him down extra hard. (laughs) (laughs) Take it personal. I used to be a Mark Sanchez fan just because he went to SC, and Brent fucking picks his shit off every time he played him. See, they, what you need to do is say that Julio Jones looking good. Well, he doesn't play against Julio. He, he plays against the quarterback, Go honestly. On. But uh, I think that Drew Brees doesn't get the credit he deserves quite simply because 
he doesn't look the part. He doesn't look like a quarterback. He's a little guy. He's little. He doesn't want, they don't want kids looking up to little guys. They want him to look like a 6'3", tall, white. Stud. Stud. Yes. And Drew Brees An is, kind of, is small. He doesn't fit the He doesn't fit the mold of what they like to. Is he as good as those two other guys Absolutely. I just mentioned? Every bit. Absolutely. The only thing he doesn't have on most of them is height and athleticism. Aaron Rodgers is the best overall. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Mm. He's the best quarterback in the league. And I'm talking about not as far as championships. I'm saying a body of, uh, if you put a quarterback out here and you have the exact same receivers and you have corners on them and you don't have Belichick with a game plan, if you're just playing fo- outside football, I guarantee you you're going to want Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. Is that right? Flat out. Really? And Drew Brees also. Over Tom Brady. Yes. So for you, it is currently Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Drew. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Wow. Correct. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Drew Brees is probably the most accurate. He's like a marksman. That's his thing. Yes. Mar- he can fucking put the ball right where it needs to be. And he can't even see over his offensive That's line. That's what's so fascinating. To me. Yeah. It's like there has to be some level of prediction. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say to you is uh, this is... Even though he's playing amazing, I do see him declining. I do see Drew, that. Even yeah. this year? Because really? I yes. thought this year he's MVP the candidate. Accuracy is what I, I'm, I'm very. But he's at the highest completion percentage. Yeah, they're like eight. He's at the, like play, the plays he misses are his fault, a lot of them. They didn't uh, used to be. Hmm. I am a, I've been watching him since San Diego Brother. Chargers. Right, right, right. And that doesn't say, that Shoot doesn't mean he's not still great. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. I can see some balls that are, he would have never missed before. Now missing. Certain stuff, little things like that. I notice. Aaron Rodgers, any sign of decline? No. I'll, all anything that's sad about Aaron Rodgers is he's always getting injured. And that's because they don't really have a great game plan. The coaching is terrible in Green Bay. Really? And they basically yeah, rely no, on him. Yeah, probably getting fired. They rely on him wow. to do everything. There's no game plan. It's hike, Aaron, make something happen. Uh. Yes. That game plan is trash. If you don't have Aaron Rodgers running that, that's why every time he's out, Bye. they look terrible. If somebody's out in New England, they look great because <laughs> there's a game plan. Right, there's, there's something There's up. something there. In in New England, I mean, New, in uh, Green Bay, there's no game plan. It's just Aaron Rodgers. Brent's, uh, uh, Brent's favorite quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Is that right? Correct. That's the one who he thinks is the most difficult to play against? Most difficult. He gives him the most shit. Why? Uh, because he's a, he's uh, disrespectful in an essence. When you see a pl- when you're when you're playing corner and you're on this motherfucker this receiver I'm on him they ain't gonna throw the ball Aaron gonna throw that motherfucking ball really yes he's going to throw it he's not afraid of nobody nope. if there's room he's putting it there it, it don't even gotta be room he gonna throw the ball can you, Tom can Brady you, avoids Brent like the plague really yes Drew Brees low key avoids Brent like the plague. He tries to get he has to trick Brent. He has to do a triple move, double move, flea flicker, something <laughs> yeah. to get Brent. But really? Aaron Rodgers, you could be right there. He gonna throw the ball. And and there is some level of respect between uh, yeah. Brent and Aaron because of mm-hmm. that. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Huh. What about Russell Wilson? I think Russell Wilson is I a think he's so underrated. I think Russell man. Wilson is Drew Brees that's, with athleticism. With that, dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. Kind of yeah. short guy, but 
Great fucking arm. Yeah. Cannon it's and beautiful. accurate. He doesn't it's, have as much accuracy. Maybe a little less than Drew, but yes, still. But yeah, in, in terms great. of elite quarterbacks, his accuracy is up there. I would love to have him. I would love to have him. Dude, yeah. under fucking rating. I think he gets overshadowed by that D. That D gets all this yeah. credit, but like this, this year, no, this year he's getting the credit because now it's on his shoulders. Yeah. He, I he think needs last year to ball. too. I thought last year he could have been MVP. He needs to ball, yeah. Let me ask you a question. If I know you don't want Brent to play anymore. If you had to play one more year. What team? He gets to go to any team. What What team, what coach, what system, where do you want him? Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, underrated coach, I think. I, I underrated him. I, I would have said Rams, but the reason I say the Chiefs is because I think Mahomes is better than Goff, and um, they've got a lot of she weapons. weapons everywhere. Everywhere. Why can Andy Reid not win in the playoffs? But why is he so proficient in the regular season? Alex Smith. I said I wasn't a believer in Alex Smith. I always say they that. will win with Mahomes. But what about McNabb what about, before that? Yeah, McNabb. What about Vic? Like I don't he just think can't any of the them. Playoffs. They they got them when they were shells of themselves per se. No, nah, right. McNabb was a rookie. I mean, that was drafted Philly. Oh, 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 oh! oh you mean Don there? McNabb and yeah. yeah, Andy um, Reid in Philly. I mean, it was a Super Bowl, but like I don't think. I think it's quarterback play, honestly. I think it's quarterback so play. So at the end of the day, in the playoffs, doesn't matter how well you plan they, the game out, yeah. a quarterback right. is going to need to make some play. I mean, we He's saw that last year yeah. in Philly. He's going to have to yeah. make it happen. It, you can have a, This is the thing. After 16 games, everybody knows what you're doing now. There's so much film on you. They got seven days to prepare for you, and they're going to. If a good, a good defensive coordinator is going to find your weakness, and it's up to your quarterback to, to beat that weakness. And if you have a good quarterback, they will do it. And I think Mahomes has it. This I think kid he has, has it. it. He might not succeed this year because he's still young and yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, different yeah. animal, the playoffs. He's going to learn that. We're going to find out what kind of balls he has. But I think he's a quarterback of the future. What do you mean balls he has? Like when you're a rookie, your balls shrivel up in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't you, want to take those chances that scared. you would regular season. Yeah. You know, it stakes. If you lose, your season is over. over. It's not a seven-game yeah. series. And some players are like, oh, let's fucking go. Let's see. Who's let's go? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Aaron like the ball, huh? AR-12 is let's go. That's big he don't dick even Aaron. Need, he, don't even, he don't even need a good leg. 12 is inches, All man. you need is, is one good leg and one good arm, and Aaron Rodgers is going to Beat the Cowboys on one good around. leg. That's fucking right. Beat yeah. Uh, what about Tom? You can't say Tom is not Tom. I can't Tom. say that about Tom. No, Tom That motherfucker is, yeah, is a Yeah, he's gamer. ready to go as well. Only good thing about him is he has a game plan. His his job is done before the week starts. The coaches tell him exactly how this shit's going to go. when it comes to it, execution. He's, he, there he ain't executes. no game plan for down 21 points Correct. in the fourth quarter. He executes quite well, and he trusts the system. That's another big thing. You have to trust your system. Right. You have to, your players have to know exactly where they're supposed to be, do things exactly how you tell them to do it, and it's a system. You don't run your routes wrong. You don't improvise on your route. If I say you make this turn at this hash mark, this is where the ball is going to be. Tom's going to put the ball right there, and you better fucking be there. When a running back um, leaps over a corner, that happened to Brent yesterday. <laughs> yep. Who Saquon? I don't know. I don't remember who it was. Now, what happens to him in the locker room later that night? Nothing. Nothing. There's nobody's making fun of him for getting jumped That's over. That's for fans and the media. Really? Those these guys know that it's hard as fuck to play against other guys and things are going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is that's one of the biggest misconceptions. So it's that, not like in NBA where like you get crossed over and motherfuckers like, fam, you got dropped. Nah, because it's the fo- it's football. It's different. 
Right. Because you don't, in basketball, if somebody crosses you, you get an opportunity to cross them back. Brent never gets the ball <laughs> to be able to do it back to the guy. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's different. It, you know, it's like, imagine if on in football, if a turnover happened, those same offensive guys had to stay out on defense and the other team flips oh, and yeah. plays offense. It's then on. it would be fair. Then you could crack jokes because yeah. it's different. But you don't get to do those kind of things to him because... You're on defense. You only play defense. Right, right. I have a couple more questions. Uh, we got to run out. Yeah, okay. sorry. Best and most overrated wide receiver and DB outside of Brent. Best, what do you mean? Oh, two different things. Best receiver is Julio Jones, no question. Is there one that you think is just wildly overrated? Most overrated, Michael Thomas is Saints, really? New Orleans Saints. Really? Yes. Okay, and then DBs? Most overrated, um, Jalen Ramsey. I thought you might say that. Ramsey. Sometimes. And then who do you think is the best DB besides Brent? Um, There's a guy in San Diego Chargers. I can't. I think he got injured two years in a row now. I think he's injured again, mm. which is so sad. I can't remember his name. But um, he keeps getting injured. Well, this is it happened last year and this is the first year. He was balling before okay. that. But I, if anybody knows his name, I'm sorry. I can't I, I don't, can't remember everybody's names. But it's a San Diego Chargers corner that I think is fucking incredible. Okay. Last question I got. Help us settle a debate here. Okay. Which athlete is a bigger genetic freak, NBA athlete or NFL athlete? Oh, NFL. Thank you. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Thank NBA you. players are skilled. They're not all athletic. We're talking about what is more rare. And oh, then we wait, literally got to Yeah, I think that's what is more Say rare. Say it again. Being I assume being 6-11 having the agility and the jumping ability and all these and the coordination is much more rare than being, let's say, 5'10 and having all those things. No, those the basketball things can be learned. Those are skills. You can't learn to be 6'11 and, and no, Kevin but Durant, you can you learn can't. to shoot a jump shot. You can shoot a thousand of them a day and anyone can do that. Right. I think. But Everyone. you can't be Kevin. You can't have that agility. We really got to run because somebody's about to come in there. We can get it. We'll continue this another time. Yeah, another time. Miko Grimes, thank you so much for I coming on. Love you guys. iHeart Miko on all platforms and for my social podcast. Media. Her podcast, please, please go, 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 go. It's iHeart Miko podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and pretty soon it's going to be somewhere very special. Oh we'll shit! Talk about that oh later. shit! Listen, I'm so happy that you got to come in. I think the story is just so amazing. It's just so insightful into the league and really how it operates. And I hope people find it just as interesting as I found. It, but you know I'm a huge fan of yours. I love yes, you and you're great. Fuck with Thank you. you so much for coming on. Keep All supporting right? the Patreon. We had three thousand. Oh my god, get it. Let's yeah. keep going. I forgot to. I forgot to mention. Thank you guys so much for supporting the Patreon. We just hit three thousand. We're past three thousand. You know what I mean. The asshole army got money. We're not broke like Nicki Minaj fans. All right, we out here paid. We breaded. Okay, keep on supporting. We do the podcast on uh, Patreon. It's an extra episode every single Friday. Um, there's three tiers that you can support to get it. Go to patreon.com slash flagrant to join the fuck up. We got a special guest coming for this episode as well this Friday that I'm very excited about. Last one, we had Carlos Boozer come in. So just keep on um, joining that, man. I can't wait till we convince every single one of you that's listening right now to join that Patreon because the things that we're able to do because of that is just, it's honestly content changing, life changing. It's really amazing what we've been able to do. So I got a place to live. We got a place to live you know what i mean <laughs> alex got a nice little raise we're gonna build some amazing things going on here we are really we're making shit happen man and i'm so fucking excited so thank you all for your support thank you for growing the community i see you guys sharing gifting each other in it, and it's an amazing thing to see 
And if you guys just want to go peep it, just go check out the community board there on Flagrant 2. Sorry, patreon.com slash Flagrant 2. See what's going on. See what's happening. It's really an amazing place. I love you all. This has been Flagrant 2. Peace. God bless you.